Boy, oh boy, is it good to be back. Tonight on the podcast, we're talking about Quentin Tarantino potentially saying he'd do a Marvel movie. Kirsten Dunst didn't think she was going to play Mary Jane Watson in Spider-Man. What? Michael Keaton probably going to still be in The Flash. Thunderbolts news and so, so, so much MCU news. We got two weeks to catch you up on. It is the Absolute Podcast. And let's get started right now. Friday Night in Phoenix, and you're locked in to the return of the best damn podcast in all of the land, the Absolute Geek Podcast. I am Matt. I am Lance. Look, Ma, I'm on TV. Yes. Welcome, <laughs> Eric Williamson, Patrick Hartman. What's going on, gentlemen? Hope you guys are having a great week. Cardi West, a.k.a. Hartman Cards, a.k.a. whatever, not Hartman Whatever your name is going to be this week. Owner of 50 different YouTube accounts. Yeah. And apparently <laughs> frequenter to Russian Facebook. And Oh, man. Dude, two weeks, man. But it's it has not been two weeks since I saw you. What happened to you last weekend? I got married. You got I'm married. Officially a married man. Yes, sir. To the lovely Aaron. Yes, man. Yes, sir. Yes, all sir. Word now, I guess. Is she officially yep. all word? Uh, she hasn't changed it yet, but it is it is gonna be all word, yes. The checks in the mail. Yeah. <laughs> Prenup is signed. Dude. Just can't have any of my interweb monies. <laughs> Dude, so um we were talking about it before we hit, you know, go live or whatever, but your wedding was phenomenal. It was so much fun. Thank um you. The best part of the night, though, was when they wheeled Logan up in the uh, Thank you, wagon. Sir. Thank you, sir. For waving at everybody. Dude, she is just yeah. the cutest. Heart broke a little bit because everybody was holding her, and all I wanted to do was cuddle your baby. <laughs> and uh, she wanted <laughs> Take nothing a number. to do with me. <laughs> yeah, Take a she number. wanted nothing to do with me. But, uh, yeah, it was awesome. It was a fun time getting to see Kyle. Max was there. Uh, one of the original, what do they call him? The gray Fox. What's his name? Oh, silver Fox, silver Fox, your old roommate. He was one of the original absolute geekers. Yeah. Right? Kellen. Yeah. The silver. Fox. Yeah. Kellen. Yeah. Kellen was there. Lots of cool people. Everybody looking like he was cool, straight was off a porn set. <laughs> yeah. Well, he had a little bit of a man bun going on. Yeah. Huh? His little ponytail with his gray hairs. Yeah. When you got a wedding at 4.30, but you got to do anal scene at 7. Yeah. Just come prepared. Quantum, Matt got married. Yeah, just to show you, like, my wife is, and it's still strange to see my wife, but my wife is just kick-ass, man. Like, she got me a custom wedding ring, and it's, I don't know if you can see it right here. Yeah, it's, it's sweet, dude. Spider-Man, dude. It's, yeah, it's, it's so awesome. sick. So... I told my wife, I said, man, I want one of those. And she goes, why? You don't wear your wedding ring anyways. <laughs> I said, good point. <laughs> Dude, it was a big like fight with, I wouldn't say fight, but conversation with us. Because I was like, 
I don't want a wedding ring because I was married once before, and the first you time married I was, very long though, right? I was married for like three years. Yeah. Um, I was working and I got my ring caught, and it like started to rip and almost ripped my finger off. But luckily, oh, wow. the ring ripped instead. So I was like, I don't want a real ring. I just want a silicone one. And she's like, but those break. I want one that is going to mean something, a real, real ring. And so I finally gave in, and she surprised me with this custom beauty. So I guess I can't complain too bad. We have disaster happening. <laughs> uh, honeymoon plans. Yes, not till next year, because like we've got a big slate here. Like we We got married last week. You know, next Thursday's Thanksgiving. Then we have my mom's birthday, her mom's birthday, Christmas. And then our daughter turns one years old in the beginning of January. So we're going to do our honeymoon sometime next year. Um, just kind of let the holidays and the birthdays and all this stuff pass over. Yeah, before dude. We... I wish I would have done that, dude, because we got married. Our anniversary is the day after your anniversary because your anniversary is what? The 10th? Yes. Yeah, my anniversary is the 11th, and we went on a honeymoon right away, and we're not able to go as extravagant because there was, you know, Christmas, and we didn't have kids at that point, but even that gets expensive. Yeah. So I wish I would have done the same thing. Let's just wait. Going on a honeymoon. My buddy is in Greece for two weeks for his honeymoon. You know, the one that got married a week before you? Yeah. Freaking Greece, dude, for two weeks. That's awesome. Yeah. Yeah. And I'm kind of jealous. Them showing me all these pictures and stuff because the fact of the matter is, dude, once you, once you have kids, dude, it's hard to do those kind of trips, you know? Well, and I know she's listening, but my wife is very over the top. So I have a feeling our kid's first birthday party is going to be just like ridiculous. Yeah. Yeah. It's going to rival the wedding. (laughs) Hopefully not budget wise, but I'm sure. (laughs) Well, I, I highly doubt you'll need as much alcohol. No. Dude, I mean, we made out pretty good on that. Like, we ended up getting a lot of money back. Almost six, almost yeah, 500 bucks re- back. Because you returned it to Costco? Yeah. yeah that, that is the coolest thing. I did not know that you could do that. Like, you could buy all the alcohol for your party and take back whatever's unopened. That's fucking awesome, dude. She says, listen, she only gets one first birthday. And one she only gets one birthday, second one birthday, one third birthday, one fourth birthday. Yeah, I'm sure that'll be like what I hear until she's like 18 and she's like, I don't want to have birthdays with you guys anymore, right? But she's yeah, like, like it was. Can we go low key? Yeah, it like, was. Fuck no. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it was a crazy two weeks. Now. So my sister graduated from college and it's an MA. Uh, that Friday, like the Friday. Then the Saturday, we had our family dinner. Then Sunday, I went to Vegas. And Vegas was a crazy time. My buddy, uh, yeah, just just a crazy time. I'm not going to out him, but my buddy. Yeah, fucking, thanks for the invite. Yeah, sorry. Had I'm another man wash his I hands. Had so, just, I had so much shit going on, I would not have been able to go. <laughs> just some homeless dude walked up and just started washing his hands in the bathroom. And the so, you know. In your hotel what? bathroom? No, we were at the casino, <laughs> and my buddy was like, I got to go take a piss. So he went, and then he comes out, and he's like, this dude just came up and washed my hands. Like, I was sitting there trying to get the sink work, and this guy just walked up and took my hands and started soaping them up and washed them for me. And 
he's like, there he is right there. And pointed him out to me with some little homeless dude when he came out and puke on hallway floors, pissing elevators, you know, the, the typical what casino Vegas. were you in the flamingo? Oh, see, I don't even know if I've ever even been in that place. A nice little casino. They, I, they all um, stayed at. Um, that's on the that's on the old part, right? No, that's right in the middle of the strip. It's right across from Caesar's. Oh, Palace. it's the new. I guess I don't yeah. know which one the flamingo is. It's right across from Caesar's. Like literally, you take the sky bridge right across to it. But huh? It was. I, we were all supposed to stay at Caesar's, and then my best man, his work, he works for the railroad, and they're getting ready to go on strike, so. They pulled all his, his PTO, so he couldn't be at my wedding. Um, my other buddy, same thing. His job was going on strike, and then he got COVID, so he had to drop out last minute. So I was down two groomsmen. So I was like, screw it, last minute. I'm just going to book a hotel room at the Flamingo. And I stayed at the Flamingo, and they stayed at Caesars. But um, Joe's Doolin says the Flamingo is one of the oldest casinos in Vegas. Yeah. But. Yeah. I I don't know if I've ever. There he is. There he is. There. He says at least 300 steps from Caesars. There's the. the That's where I it. stayed in May. Yeah. I was in Caesars and I yeah. don't know how I completely missed the Flamingo. We spent a lot of our time on on the old old strip, though. Like we stayed on the new strip because that's on, where our convention was Oh, on Fremont. Yeah, because Fremont, dude, is so much fun. Like yeah. compared to it also doesn't seem as uh, cringy. You know, as the new as the new part, like it seems Cringing like a lot more people way, like. I guess I don't know, dude. Like when I walk, when okay, so when I was there, uh, we got done with something. I forget what we were doing, and I was like, "Damn, I'm hungry." So I left my hotel. It must have been like one in the morning. I left my hotel and was gonna walk to find like a McDonald's or something. Mm-hmm. And just the kind of people I was seeing there were just kind of like it was just it felt a lot dirtier and stuff but when you're on fremont it's a lot of people like our age maybe that aren't as uh extravagant right because like all the expensive casinos are on the new side so it just seemed more like a party atmosphere i don't know there's something different like you cross that you cross into the old part and the atmosphere is different joe's Doolin says i got married at mandalay bay in 06 nice Wow, I've stayed at. I think Mandalay's a nice casino too. But we went down to we um one day we Ubered down to Lexor. We went into the esports arena at Lexor. That was cool and yeah, what a good time, man. There's a sports book. I want to say what was the one that I liked? I think it was at Caesar's actually. Yeah, Caesar's sports book. Sports book is massive. Yeah, it's nice. We actually watched the um, we watched the Baltimore Ravens. Um, uh, New Orleans Saints Monday night game there. Watch New Orleans get the shit kicked out of them. Yes, sir. Speaking <laughs> of underperforming, our Packers and Cardinals are not doing so hot. I uh, do. The Packers are garbage. They are garbage <laughs> this year. I'm not even going to sugarcoat it. Like they are just garbage. They are hard to watch, man. But the, I guess they should have. The kept Cardinals them are bad because. The new Call of Duty came out, so you know, in war zone, you know, so <laughs> Kyler Murray is uh, he's all about that double XP weekend. Joe's doing says Fremont Street where the ladies smell like dollar shrimp cocktails, dude. It used to be like that, dude, and I don't, I don't think it's, it's not like that anymore, dude. Because I remember the first time I went to Fremont, we were staying at like, I think we were staying at MGM or something like that, and we went over to Fremont. And it was dirty, 
But now, dude, it's like it. I don't feel like it's like that. I feel like the the new part is nastier than Fremont. I don't know, Matt. What do you think? You just got back. I haven't been to Fremont Street like in years. Um, the first time I went to Fremont Street, it was nice, but like I haven't. I've been to Vegas right before the pandemic. This is my first time since the pandemic, and like, I just haven't been to Fremont, so I can't really talk about that. But I know like the strip itself. There just seems like there's just an abundance where there used to be like performers and card flippers now it's just like an abundance of homeless people sleeping everywhere yeah and i don't feel like it's that way with fremont like they've dumped a ton of money into fremont like like re um what's the word refurbishing it it's not refurbishing what what would be the word remodeling it restoring it they've pumped a ton of money into fremont and i was just there in may and i swear i would like i would rather spend most of my time on fremont street than i would on the new strip Joe's Doolin says, I used to get three free nights a month at Fremont, but there's some shifty crap there. Yeah, it might be that I was just on that main stretch where they have that big hologram ceiling. Do you know what I'm talking about? Where mm-hmm. the zip liners go through? Yeah. And and <laughs> I don't know, dude. My buddy Bastard wanted to do that so bad. He wanted to zip line. And I was like, eh. My buddy Eric, dude. Um, so fun. Like, Bass is like, hey, let's go zip lining. And don't you guys want to go zip lining? And Eric looks at Eric's a bigger dude. He looks at Bass deadpan and goes, I think there's a weight limit on that kind of thing. So I'm out. <laughs> and Bass is like, damn, dude, I feel like an asshole now. <laughs> All he was saying was like, let's just do it. And Eric just deadpan, like, listen, I think there's a weight limit on that kind of stuff. And I was like, I give dude. people like when it comes to that stuff, especially when thin people say stuff like that. I'm like, dude, this is not a thought that is that is like regularly occurring in your mind like like when you look at like a roller coaster you're like oh i'm too big for that roller coaster they're gonna kick me off right yeah you and i have both gone through this right but skinny people that's not the first thought that comes in their mind so you just kind of kind of be like oh man I, i don't think i'm able to i'm nicer about it than like bro you fucking suck (laughs) and i can't (laughs) go on this thing (laughs) But no, my whole team did the zip line and I had sat, I was on the ground filming them because I'm like, there's no fucking way, even if I was thin, that you would get me up on that zip line. I'm definitely afraid. Yeah, because if heights. something goes wrong, then your your big old ass is hanging above Fremont Street and people are filming you and putting you on YouTube. And <laughs> it's high. You didn't even see how high it was because you didn't go down there, huh? I, I mean, I've seen the zip line. It was there last time I was there, but it, but the really tall, like they have, two levels no i i've yeah the one that just goes right over fremont where you're like zip lining over people's heads yeah so they have one level that i think is like 75 feet or 100 feet or something like that and they have a whole nother level that's like another 50 feet higher than that and it and it's it's just i was filming them dude i had to zoom in max on my iphone all the way max just to you? tell no 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 I had to oh. zoom in to the maximum. <laughs> oh, 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 I was like, how you, just how would, to see how do you zoom in on the zip lines? That's interesting. Just to but. see which one of my team members were on the zip lines, because it it was just it's high, dude. Fuck that, I can't do it. My ass, my big ass, was not meant to be that high above the ground. Yes, Aaron says sorry not to toot my own horn, but what other thing your awesome wife got you, babe? She 
a custom song. Got me a custom song. Yes. She uh, sent our story to somebody and they wrote a custom song for us and it was caught me off guard and it was very beautiful. And yeah. Did she tell you what, what happened before that came on? That you were going to leave and she was like, no, you can't. Yeah. Cause, Cause we have a drive in front of us. So I'm like, yeah. Hey, I'm going to head out of here. Cause there's no way in hell I was going to be there till nine 30 and try to relieve the babysitter at 11 o'clock, 17 year old babysitter. So I, uh, I'm like, Hey, we're going to head out. And she's like, no, you can't. Like she got me to stay, but she only told me this Max and Kyle were both going to leave. And when I noticed them leaving, I was like, Hey, you guys got, so I got them to stay. So Aaron got me to stay and I got Max and Kyle to stay because I said, if I'm staying, you guys are staying, but they were trying to dip out too. There's a, there are, uh, let's say unflattering thick pictures floating around out there of me feeding Kyle a piece of cake. That was pretty interesting, <laughs> but yeah. And then, uh, it was a good so time. Yeah. Really good. It was time. good. Man, that venue was amazing. It was nice. It turned out. I, I kept telling people, I was like, I feel like Winnie the Pooh is going to come around the corner. <laughs> it's a hundred acre wood. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That, isn't that what it reminds you of? Kind of. Yeah. yeah. And then they had this awesome, like old oak tree that had these old televisions in it. Did you see, you saw that I'm assuming. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like right where you walk in. I liked it. Cause when we looked at it, like being from the Midwest, being from Michigan, being from the Midwest, I love that rustic feel that it had to it. And oh, I yeah. was like, I really like this. And yes, yeah, she also got me some badass Spider-Man cufflinks too. That was, mm-hmm. that was cool. Like that actually like saved my life because I run in my tux and I was putting it on and my uh, my right wrist is bigger because it's got metal rods in it from breaking my wrist. And like, so I and couldn't, this. yep. Exactly. I worked out. <laughs> He's right. I couldn't get the. I could get a button, but I couldn't get the cufflings that Men's Warehouse gave me were too short. So I was like, I don't have cufflings. All right, we're gonna go without this. And then uh, the woman who conducted our wedding came and was like, "Did you get Aaron's gift?" And I was like, "What gift?" And then she handed it to me, and it was I opened it with Spider-Man cufflings, and they were longer, so it wor- ended up working out perfectly. So nice. Aaron is definitely a planner. She, yeah, she can plan for the, the unplannable. Except for putting the wedding rings in the the bag they're supposed to be in, but <laughs> that was so funny, dude. Because everybody's looking at each, everybody was asking, "What's going on?" Like, yeah, because you guys I are figured. just running around like crazy. I'm people. just standing there, and then all of a sudden, my brother's like, uh, "There's no rings in this bag," and I'm like, "Oh shit!" <laughs> <laughs> but we found him. Crisis averted. Did. Crisis averted. Yes. But all right. Well, enough about my wedding and the week that is, and you know was and forever will be let's get this party started and let's kick off the night as we always do getting back in the swing swing of things let's see if we remember how to do this and let's get into a little bit of geek news is going on you fucked it up yeah it's all backwards for me what is going on why is this all backwards here let me try to reshare this good night we're getting the sneak peek of our show tonight yeah it's all backwards all right there we go geek (laughs) news starting off tonight marvel studios vice president of productions and development nate moore 
doesn't see the Marvel Cinematic Universe anytime ending anytime soon. Speaking on the town with Matthew Boleyn podcast, Moore believes that the franchise can continue on for a long time, insisting that the creative team behind the MCU still have plenty of stories to tell. He says, to me, Marvel movies are just movies. He said, filmmakers, our source material is just dot, dot, dot. It'd be like saying, hey, our movies about books are going to be go on forever. Probably. Despite this confidence, more elaborated by emphasizing that Marvel Studios can't rest easy with the established form formula. I think we have to continue to dot, dot, dot. We can't sit back on our lo- our lures. We can't Laurels. think we have the answers. We have to continue to push the envelope as far as genre and what we're willing to explore. I do agree with that. I think right now they're kind of playing with the status quo, which is why No Way Home was such a breath of fresh air because it was a little bit different, right? The formula was a little bit different than... But then you look at like added a new element, I guess. But then you look at like uh, Moon Knight was a little bit different, and that was not well received. Um, Yeah, but I still think they played the safe route with that. You know, it's like I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. There's this that formula. It needs to evolve and change to stay relevant and fresh. But I, it just feels instead of feeling fresh, this feels very stale. Like the the last half of this phase has felt very stale, and I was kind of hoping that uh, JP was going to be here because I wanted to talk about uh, Black Panther. You guys to talk about Black Panther kind of forever because I still haven't seen it. Um, oh bummer! But uh, things I've heard about it are kind of making me okay with the fact that I haven't seen it. So so who are you? Whose advice are you taking? Ishes. I'm not, I'm just listening to the collective, man. Like the collective, <laughs> the majority the of main people thing that I've been seen seeing have not cared for it. I think the main thing that, that I'm seeing from people that are saying they don't like it is it's very, if you look at the first one in this one, like Ryan Coogler has a very, uh, very specific way of writing, right? Mm-hmm. It's very dialogue heavy. There are some epic action scenes, but it's very dialogue heavy. And the other thing that I'm seeing that people don't like is the the depiction of Namor, who is very different from the comics. But my whole thing is that they kind of had to change Namor, certain things about him, right? Maybe not his look. And if that's what people are upset about, I can't really speak on that. But they had to change things, which you've seen from the trailers. They've had to change things, or else he's basically going to be Aquaman. Yeah, they, I mean, they the, changed the fact that he's from Atlantis. They changed a lot of. Yeah, he's he's of he's of Hispanic descent. Uh, uh, Mayan descent, yeah. Mayan descent, yeah. Thank you. Um, they changed some things, and when you change that, certain things about the look also have to change. I thought that despite that they still kept some of the core values of his look, like the wing, the ankle wings and, and those things like things that typically like DC would have changed those DC would have gotten rid of the ankle wings. Right. Uh, I think it's hard to say. Maybe I, it's really hard to say what DC would have done in this situation. 
my whole thing with that, and and I really hope I'm not going into any spoilers because I want you to see it. Okay, so, no, because this is in comics. So Namor's a mutant, right? Yeah. The mutant gene is supposed to materialize when they're in puberty. But this dude had it from the day he was born. How does yeah, that work? Well, he's he's the first one. He's the first mutant. But he's not. Because apocalypse is. Technically, the way it is in the comics, it's, it is Namor. Well, Apocalypse is older in the comics, isn't he? I thought Apocalypse was the original mutant. Uh, they bill Namor as as that, as, as far as I'm recalling. So we haven't seen, we haven't seen uh, Apocalypse in the MCU, so we don't know what they're going to do, right? They could make him younger than Namor. He probably won't. But, but still, like, so Namor is the father of all mutants? Essentially, he's the first one, but that still doesn't explain why he would have it at birth. Yeah, I don't know. That was just the question I had while I was watching this thing. I was like, wait a minute. (laughs) Started thinking back to my limited X-Men knowledge. And I said, I thought they were supposed to get these things at like puberty. So it says officially Namor the Submariner is considered the first mutant superhero to whom Marvel Comics ever published, debuting in 1939. However, Namor was not actually described as a mutant until Fantastic Four Annual Number One, decades after his first appearance. So I think but as far just... as birth, like Apocalypse came before him, then right? Um, because oh. so that's saying that he was the first one published. Let's see. But as far as the timeline is considered, Apocalypse came before him. I don't, I don't know about like birthdays and stuff. <laughs> but if you want to go off of first appearances, you, I believe Namor is going to be oldest because Namor appeared in 1939. Yeah, he's he's an he's an old character. I knew that. I can. Google birthdays for superheroes. I know it makes us. It was 8,000 BC was apocalypse. Um, If you go off Namor's hero identity card, he was born in um, February 22nd, 1922. Oh yeah. So he doesn't have it. So apocalypse is much older, but that, that doesn't make, that wouldn't, no, in the movie he's he's born much earlier than that. But I don't think I think in the movie they say he's 16,000 years old or something like that. It's some extravagant number. I don't know what it is. Hmm. None of this is spoilers. If you understand the character at all, these things that I'm saying are not like huge plot spoils. Right, Matt? I'm trying to be really careful here. Yeah. I, I don't know. I haven't seen it, so I don't I can't tell you. But this was all information that you kind of knew, right? Yeah. Yeah. So I don't want to spoil it until I have somebody on here to spoil it with, I guess. 
maybe 600 years old. Maybe it wasn't 1600, maybe 600 years old. Hartman says 500. Did you see it, Hartman? Yeah, Hartman. I believe Hartman's seen it. I don't know if he did or not. I think he might have, though. But you have, like, Miss Marvel, who they've just retconned and made her... Yeah, I, I agree. I think I thought it was a great movie. Lopez, I'll probably see it. I just haven't had time yet. And like I said, everyone I've heard... I haven't heard, like... A, the most buzz I've heard about it is the mid credit scene, which... I kind of agree with like what Renovision was saying the other night that it's it almost feels like Marvel Comics is trolling flippers now with kind of how they're <laughs> what they're doing. If you go look at like the end of She-Hulk and then what I've heard about the mid-credit scene for Wakanda Forever, it's just like, all right, you're reaching and trolling hard, but it's good. I understand why this one they had to do it, but. And I think that the original storyline, which did you know that Ryan Coogler delivered the script of Black Panther, like the original script of Black Panther 2 to uh, Chadwick Boseman like two weeks before he died? This is a whole no, new rewrite. I think that that mid credit scene was was going to be a bigger plot point in the original draft of this movie because they had to rewrite the whole thing. They were expecting Chadwick Boseman to be in it. Yeah, well course yeah so i have a feeling that that mid-credit scene was supposed to be part of the plot for the first draft of this movie that they wrote with chadwick boseman maybe and now they kind of had to fit it in kind of haphazardly because we don't have chadwick boseman They should just recast it, man. I appreciate Chadwick Boseman and what he's done for the role, but they should have just recast and moved on. Like, So it's easy for you and I to say that, right? But I think that there's a, 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 there's a group of people that would be incredibly upset by that. I'm sure. You know? Because Chadwick Boseman, especially to, you know, um, African-Americans and black people and stuff, it's Chadwick Boseman is kind of like this this uh, pillar, you know, to their culture, which is totally understandable. I totally get it. Chadwick Boseman was awesome. But he's kind of this pillar to their, not the character of Black Panther, but Chadwick Boseman in particular, like they they have him as this pillar of a, of their community. And by recasting him, I think it would do a lot more harm than good. It wouldn't appease the right, the right audience. Does that make sense? See, and that's kind of what the, like one of the the skeptic or the criticisms I've heard about this movie is what Lopez is saying right here is that you can't buy Shuri as Black Panther. I thought she kicked ass. But I do think uh, Nakia, Nakia. Yeah. But I'm also secretly in love with that woman. So <laughs> I think she is so hot. So but Joe's Doolin says, to your point, instead of instead they killed the character, removing an iconic hero from young black kids. Yeah, but they set. Oh, see, fucking, I got to be careful. 
All right. If you haven't seen Black Panther and you don't want it spoiled, Matt already knows the mid credit scene. I'm just going to just mute this for the next minute. Well, don't give it away until you review it, man. All right. I'm, I'm not going to talk about it. I can't get any deeper into this. Pin pin that. And we'll get back to Joe's Dylan's comment later on. They've already the done a time jump, Darth Lopez. They've they've already done a time jump. They can't time jump again. They've, they're more, five more years cool. into the future. It's 2027 now in the MCU. You're going to time jump again? And now, well, we'll get into it, I'm sure. Is there some Fantastic Four news in here? Uh, there's not. Okay, then we'll... we'll so I guess I can just talk about it right now. There's a rumor suggesting that Fantastic Four is going to be set in the 1960s. So you're going to have another time jump. <laughs> yeah, because obviously these guys got to. I I think you start messing with time anymore, and it's really going to turn people off. It's going to start getting really confusing. Start pushing it into because they want some of these things to be current, right? They want some of these events that are happening in real life to kind of translate and be current type events in their movies and you're getting to the point where you're basically creating star trek if you keep time jumping in my opinion i don't think they can time jump anymore i think honestly what you're going to see is time is going to slow down a little bit so they can catch up to where we are currently at what do you think matt yeah i mean i i'm kind of over the time stuff like the blip it was a pivotal and needed to happen in the marvel timeline but i think like the worst thing they did was keeping everything at what the way it was and just removing thanos like it's caused a lot of i think issues here and to me fantastic four being set in the 1960s doesn't make sense because why haven't you seen Reed Richards before this point? Like, are they going to be displaced in time? Is that where they get their power? Is they get displaced? Because I've heard that it's supposed to be set in the 1960s and then that Kang the Conqueror is supposed to have a lot to play with it, which would make sense. Um, if you know your Fantastic Four lore, that would make sense. Yeah. Um, but I don't know. I just think that this this time stuff is getting very muddy and convoluted um lopez says time jumps at least age up baby black panther to a teenager yeah then you're talking about he's six and when they reveal him in this mid-credit scene you're talking about 10 years so now we're 2037 talking about right because because right now the timeline i think they're in 2027 right because they're five years ahead of us so now you're talking about 2037 we're almost in the 2040s like i think that like it's a missed opportunity they had a missed opportunity here that they didn't make nikita nikia the new black panther instead of shiri like she's much more believable i think everyone saw the shuri thing coming because of the comics but like throwing marvel changing something like that would have been, I think, for the better because it would have thrown a curveball in it and would give you something unknown. It you would have had a little bit of unknown, and the actress that they cast for Shiri, I I don't believe she's not believable as being Black Panther. She bulk, she bulked up in this movie, dude. There was scenes that I saw her, and I was like, oh damn, she's got some some muscle. <laughs> on her. 
Joe's Duel says, I'm just waiting for X-Men so they can cast Ryan Gosling as Storm. <laughs> Cyclops will be a woman. Yeah, just start doing the gender bend stuff. I think, um, I don't think you're going to see a lot of the gender bend. I mean, they're already going back on Ghost. So Ghost is in the Thunderbolts and he's going to be a dude now. Yeah. Which I don't know how that works. Is the actress just, is it a new character? Like what happened to the old Ghost? sure we're going to find that out in Ant-Man Quantum Mini. I know like that was the whole part of the end of Ant-Man and the Wasp as they were going into the quantum realm to try and find the, yeah, they were taking um, quantum particles or whatever. Right? Yeah, the particle to help stabilize Ghost. Um, Lopez says, nope, she's not, but as a very intelligent young, yes, but as Black Panther, no. I, I liked her. I mean, I I I liked her. Uh, I mean, obviously, I like Nakia more. Na- Nakia, is it? Am I saying it right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. I like Nakia more. Um, but it doesn't bother me that it's Shuri. Now, what would really be awesome if it was M'Baku, because he is the best character in this whole damn movie. Yeah. And Baku's Winston Duke, I think his name is. That guy is awesome. But moving on to more Marvel news. This came out last week, but good news for Spidey fans. As is reported, Tom Holland has signed a new Marvel deal, which will see him reprise as Spider-Man in six MCU appearances. The details include that Holland will star in three more Spider-Man movies, a new trilogy, and appear in three more time and appear three more times as Spider-Man in the MCU. Take which this, we can kind of call what it would be if three more times as Spidey in the MCU would have to be some team-up movies, right? I think um, Secret Wars, Secret Wars, yes, Kang um, Dynasty, Kang Dynasty, yes. I'm gonna go on a limb and say Daredevil, Born Again, the TV show. Yeah, he's going to appear, I think. As, so this dude hasn't said, appeared in any sort of TV properties yet. I mean, in fact, when they did What If, a completely different actor is voicing him. And they said that they want Spider-Man and and Daredevil to lead their street-level hero team. So it would make sense that he shows up there. Um, so what about see. in Deadpool? That's the three Spider-Man movies, right? So there's three right mm-hmm. off the bat. So... Infinity or um Avengers Kang Dynasty would be four. Secret Wars. Secret Wars would be five. And then if you do the um the cam the cameo in Deadpool or not Deadpool, but in uh Daredevil, that's six. I think the it's gonna be the other way around. I think Deadpool's gonna cameo in a Spider-Man movie. That could work. I really do think that. Was Owen Wilson cast for Deadpool? Owen Wilson was rumored to be in Deadpool. His character is rumored to be in Deadpool, yes. Um, Which makes sense because we're talking about merging timelines now, right? Because the first two Deadpool movies are going to become canon, I think, in the MCU, right? depending on how they the events of Deadpool 3 I'm assuming so so Owen Wilson as Morbius Morbius wow is that is that his name in the is it the same as Matrix wow yeah I think so okay 
I was psyching myself out for a second. Wow. Owen Wilson being in Deadpool completely makes sense because if they make the two the first two Deadpool movies canon, now you got to find a way to pull Deadpool into the universe. And what better than the Time Variance Authority? Is that what it is? Time Variance Authority? Yeah, T and yeah. TVA or whatever. TVA. Mobius? Is it Mobius? Mobius. Mobius is Matrix. Morbius is Matrix. Mobius, Mobius. is Loki. Mobius, Morbius. Whatever, man. Dubious. So fucking confusing. Uh, no, and it's supposed to be... It, so Ryan Logan Reynolds has already come out and said it's supposed to happen before Logan. So that they don't... Yeah, because that was one of... Um, that was Hugh one Jackman's. of Hugh Jackman's stipulations is that he's so proud of Logan and where the direction it took the character that his stipulation was that they leave that movie alone. So it, they should it, just yeah, throw Logan takes, into takes, the, into the MCU before Logan, just make it Canon. That movie's perfect. Um, you didn't like that one. I like Logan a lot. Perfect. I don't know about perfect, but I like it a lot compared to every other Wolverine um adaptation that we've had oh th- that yeah, is the most is perfect one yeah yeah absolutely but like there's no, there's not anything that i would change in that movie i think i love this gift that you found the greg it's hilarious i think i mean i think there's things i would change about logan like i would definitely wouldn't have the clone be in there but I wouldn't have his yeah, that seemed a little Terminator esque, didn't it? Like cheap, just, like just a tiny bit. Yeah, I don't know. I'm excited for Tom Holland. I just hope he comes out and says, "Yes, I'm still going to be Spider Man." Uh, but the new, the the one thing I read is that there's been no conversations with Zendaya. Yeah, I think her. I think her time is done, man. I think her story's done. I think Which they're is interesting to me to because wouldn't you want to be on the Zendaya train right now? I mean, she's one of the hottest names in Hollywood. Yeah, but they already did three movies with her, and where it stands now, her and Ned are going off to MIT, and and Peter is starting his new life as the unknown man. So you don't think we're ever going to get Ned as Hobgoblin then? Um, if we do, I don't think it's going to be this version of Ned. Something else. I think they'll go with a different hobgoblin if we're going to get one. I I don't I don't know. Like <sighs> Spider-Man is very notorious for the the different versions of the goblin cuz let's right. see we've got the hobgoblin, we've got green goblin, we've got red goblin, we've got queen goblin, now we've got gold goblin. Like there's so many different versions of the of the goblin. It gets kind of convoluted and I think bringing in hobgoblin you kind of like run the risk of confusion among the the casual fan um so i think they're gonna stay my gut tells me they stay away from the different i would much rather have a hobgoblin was one of my favorite characters growing up um but more than green goblin like green goblin's cool don't get me wrong but hobgoblin was just fucking awesome yeah, teach their own. I'd rather much rather have a Green Goblin, but there's Spider-Man has such a vast road rogues gallery that we don't need to do multiple goblins. Like I've heard a lot of talk around the next one being having Negative Man, and um, that'd be cool. 
They should cast Steve Yoon. And so what do you think? Yeah. Walking Dead. I saw a yeah. fan mock up as him as Negative Man, and it it looks so Mr. Negative. It was fucking, yeah. Mr. Negative. It looks so fucking awesome. But especially with the popularity of the video game. I mean, he's the main bad in the video game. But this is just MCU movies. Like I I've there's rumors that he his version of Spider-Man appears in Into the Spider-Verse, the new into across the Spider-Verse, I should say. So who knows? Take it with a grain of salt for what it is now. But I think, yeah, we're you're crazy if you don't think that there's gonna be more Tom Holland Spider-Man movies. And you know, no matter how badly he wants to um it, no matter how badly he wants to say that I don't want to play Spider-Man into my 30s, the fact that he's like what 26, 27 years old and three maybe six more movies he's gonna play him into his 30s but yeah you're you're basically backing a dumped truck full of money up to his door so well dude the last movie like sony has had what two billion dollar movies in their entire history both of which are spider-man movies yeah like they're gonna pay this dude to keep him around and then they're gonna eventually pull i'm sure these these three movies are gonna introduce miles morales because uh, Tom Holland on multiple occasions said the time time is good for Miles Morales, right? Mm-hmm. So I'm sure they're going to bring it in. They're going to want to have some sort of, especially with the success of that video game, Miles Morales is a hot uh, character right now. But see, I think it's the opposite. Like, I think Sony is very content on the deal right now because they're like, all right, Marvel, you can move forward with Peter Parker in the MCU. That's great. You do your thing. They're focused on Miles Morales is going to be our Sony Spider-Man. So that's kind of like why you see a lot of, I don't, I don't think you're going to see Miles Morales outside of the cameo, like the uncle Aaron stuff in, in homecoming. I don't think you're going to get an MCU Miles Morales. Cause I think Sony's kind of like, all right, well, this is the Spider-Man we're playing with in our sandbox. We'll lend you this one to play with in your sandbox. See, and I think Sony is more eager to figure out a way to incorporate Andrew Garfield. Maybe. I, there hasn't been much movement on on that front. Yeah, and him Garfield was just. I mean, if Sony Sony should have realized, oh shit, we suck at writing these movies because Amazing Spider Man one did pretty okay as far as box office. Spider Man two was was a flop, right? I mean, flop. I love both, is, I love both those movies. I was not a fan of Spider-Man 2, even though the better suit is in Amazing Spider-Man 2. So, but then Andrew Garfield appears on on No Way Home, and fans, I think fans were more excited about Andrew Garfield than they were Tobey Maguire, it felt like at times. Like, Andrew Garfield had the best lines of the three, like, in all their interactions together. Like, Andrew Garfield got audiences excited. Yeah, he got more so than Tobey. The two times I saw it, Andrew Garfield got the bigger of the two pops. Yeah. When he, so when he comes through the portal. The casting was perfect. And people like Andrew Garfield. So I truly think, and he's constantly said how how upset that he is that he hasn't been able to close his story. Right? He's the one at the end of No Way Home saying we should do this again. Right? So he there's these little Easter eggs in there that's that he's basically saying, I'm not done. He's come yeah. out and said, I don't want to be done. Uh, 
you see the crowd interaction or the crowd um, excitement around him. Like it, it's just the timing for Andrew Garfield to come back as Spider-Man is perfect. And they're going to figure a way out of figure out a way to get these three back on the same screen again. I hope Don't you so. think? I hope yeah, so. they're, they're going to figure that out. Whether it's an Owen Wilson thing, whether it's, uh, you know, some sort of Kang thing, they're going to figure out a way to get these three on the same screen again and not just for a simple cameo either. Like I think potentially it with these three new movies that the second and third one could be a, to be continued type thing. <laughs> and you could see them in both those movies. Just doing says Garfield is 38 getting a little long in the tooth for Spider-Man. Dude, he looks, he looks, he does though. still look phenomenal. Yes. Oh, yeah. Like he can play him now. Toby starting to show his age a little bit. A lot of bit, a lot, a lot of, of bit. bit, and his his. I don't know. Is it true about when you get older, your ears get bigger? Um, I don't know because I don't remember Toby having those friggin' flappers on his head before. <laughs> I don't. You do that much research into the man, the ears of a man, or <laughs> the size of ears as they get older. I maybe I'll have all to... I know is that my grandfather, when he passed away, had humongous ears, and I don't remember that as a child. <laughs> I guess it's because you've listened to so much bullshit over your years. The ears have to get bigger so you can continue to hear sort it, it out. Deal with it. Yeah, sort it out because the longer life goes on, the more bullshit you have to suffer through. So you got to just be able to get those massive ears to be able to sift through all the bullshit. Um, Eric Williamson's asking, speaking of Goblin, what's with the new go- gold Goblin? Um, it's a way for them to get Norman Osborn involved in the storyline of the comics again after the uh, sin eater stuff where his was absolved of his sins and he can't go back to wearing the green goblin outfit um, because of what it represents. And um, so he so made a, good a new guy suit. Now? Yes. He made a new suit called the gold goblin. So he can still be involved without um, this looks stupid as shit. Drudging up the past. Okay. I'm looking at, I'm looking at a picture of it right now. Is this it? There's all futures for Knob Goblin. Knob Goblin right has here? no ceiling, Hartman. Yes, that is Gold Goblin. That looks stupid as fuck. Yes, it does. But even the glider looks dumb. What is this? An eye? Yeah, it's exactly what it is. Joe's dueling his. It's a hook so people can look past crappy JRJR art. So this. This number one is actually part of the um, something web. I can't remember what it, the series is called, but it's um, starting in a couple of weeks. Um, so it's like this big crossover event. That's that's going to be coming. Oh, JP's here. What's up, gentlemen? I guess we welcome, can talk welcome. about Black Panther later. Dude, yeah, this looks can. dumb as shit. Like it's part of the dark web um crossover event that they're gonna start doing later this year with the new ben riley like evil ben riley and all that good stuff but and i don't care what anybody says if you don't put this satchel on green goblin he doesn't need his merce dude he needs the satchel i wonder if there's skittles in there i don't know jp what do you think of this 
I thought it was Silver Surfer for a second. <laughs> I saw the gold. Silver Surfer. It looks dumb, dude. He looks like a Power Ranger. Yeah. yeah. See that? He looks like one of the. Uh, I don't even know. The old dog. <laughs> oh, what is that? I guess the laugh track thought it was funny too. Oh, I um, thought somebody was watching Friends or something. <laughs> no. Like the fuck? How, uh, how's my audio sound on? Yeah, you sound good. Sound all right? Um, yeah, if you want Gold Goblin's first appearance, though, if you're going to buy hard on Gold Goblin, I don't know for God's sakes why you would, but it's uh, Amazing Spider-Man 13. Um, it is not this. I've seen people saying that it's in this um, Gold Goblin number one. It is not. It is in ASM 13. So, Okay, so you're looking at the back of him right now. If this wasn't here, this bubble, would you think this is a Power Rangers comic? Yes. That's just bad. What the fuck is this? Aaron says, sounds like maybe a muffled TV in the background. Lots of background noise. What is this here? Are you hearing something in the background? Yeah. All right, that's but mine. That, uh, dark, that's the new Ben Riley. Ben Riley. Dumb as um, shit, too. Becomes evil after the. Sin Eater stuff and the um, Beyond Corporation stuff, and now he's got a new alter ego. What is up with his torso? Like, what is going? Who yeah, drew this? Says, I am a Power Ranger. That's the shitty this. art. That that's all that is. Yeah, Chasm, his torso yes. to his legs. I actually think Chasm looks badass, and I'm super stoked to see more of this what they Chasm? do with this character now. Yeah, that's Chasm. It's Ben Riley. This is bad art, though. Yeah. His legs make him look like his legs are like a foot long and his body is like three feet long. It's just bad. Yeah. So this is JR. JR. This is who who said that. Yeah. Who brought that up. John Romita Jr. Yeah. His yeah. But this one, shit. this one is not. No, that one is not. But JR. JR created the character. So it is. Yeah. But even this art is not like something's up with his feet. <laughs> Joe Zone said, if there's not a whatnot variant, how am I supposed to know what is hot and rare? (laughs) (laughs) Heard good. uh, Lopez says, heard good things about the current Spider-Man. I like it a lot. The JRJR art leaves a lot to be desired, but um, otherwise, I mean, it's Peter Parker basically gets his ass kicked in every issue. So, but That is red queen goblin versus gold goblin. I have this. Can't wait uh, for I can't wait for plaid goblin or flannel goblin to make his appearance. I was happy with green this, goblin uh, and hobgoblin. That was enough. I have this have uh, all Funko the Pop right here. It was a Comic Con exclusive. You have the queen goblin Funko Pop. Yeah, I'm pretty sure it's queen. It looks like this. I'm pretty sure it's queen goblin. Or is it red goblin? Because they have the red goblin where it might um, be red goblin. He's wearing the where Norman Osborne is wearing the Carnage symbiote. It's really bad when I have to spend an hour looking through my stuff just as Lance looks through Bob's. But anyways, moving on. Quentin Tarantino look Quentin Tarantino (laughs) recently revealed the one Marvel Cinematic Universe movie he'd consider directing, The Howling Commandos. As reported by comicbooks.com, Tarantino named classic comic book series. Sergeant Fury and his Howling Commandos as the one gig that would tempt him to work for Marvel Studios. 
and I bet you it would be filled with just it's inglorious bastards. It would be inglorious bastards part two. Yeah. Well, he has also said that same era. He's also said that inglorious bastards what uh was inspired by Sergeant Fury and his Howling Commandos. So there you go. It would be the same movie. You can essentially already put a pin in that and say, Mr. Tarantino, you did that. It's called Inglorious Bastards. <laughs> so I don't think, don't hold your breath on this. Tarantino. No, he's never going to do it. Out. Absolutely no, he, never. That's but. why the Star Trek thing fell through because people started putting their fingers in it and he. It's, it's just uh, him saying, if you were to ever get me in, in there, it would be for this and this alone. But. Speaking of Tobey Maguire, Kristen Dunst, who played Mary Jane in the original Spider-Man film series, originally thought she was playing another love interest for the Marvel Comics icon. And in an uh, excerpt from Sean O'Connell's book, With Great Power, How Spider-Man Conquered Hollywood During the Golden Age of Comic Book Blockbusters, Dunst revealed she thought she was going to be playing Gwen Stacy in her first film rather than Mary Jane Watson. I would have been... Um, I, I would have been more believable of her, Gwen Stacy, than I did. I did not like her as Mary Jane. I, I would agree. I, I think they got it wrong. That's where I think they messed up. I think that Emma Stone should have been Mary Jane Watson and Kirsten Dunst should have been Gwen Stacy. Yeah, uh, I I agree with you. Like, don't get me wrong. These movies are, especially the second one, is one of the best comic book movies ever. Spider-Man 2. But Mary Jane Watson to me was supposed to have like this like <laughs> Mary Jane Watson. What does she mean burnt? Burnt I means she's ugly. She's <laughs> Jesus. I don't think she's ugly. <laughs> I don't think she's she, ugly. She but... ain't as hot as she used to be. No, it's nope. it's not that. It's it's the demeanor of Mary Jane Watson was supposed to be like this sexy, like kind of voluptuous sassiness to her. But but the way Kirsten Dunst plays her is kind of like the girl next door trying to get her big break, kind of almost humble a little bit, which to me sounds more like Gwen Stacy, the humble girl next door type thing. Do you guys agree with that? I mean, no, because Mary Jane was literally the girl next door. She grew up next door to right yeah. so but the, but something about her demeanor like yeah i understand the, the 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 physical girl next door but i'm talking about more of like the demeanor of a girl next door like that small town girl humble <laughs> who's kind of hot but doesn't know she's hot type thing joe's Dillon says she spent watching fx's fargo series that candle done burnt out she <laughs> just she just got nominated for an oscar for the do- dog the bounty hunter dog the the voice of the dog what's that show she did with her husband the movie with the benedict cumberbatch that's her husband no jesse clemens oh. is her husband i don't see the, yeah the guy who played todd in breaking bad oh okay who's a phenomenal actor by the way he's a really good fucking Very actor creepy. yeah uh Power of the Dog, I think, is that movie that was nominated for Best Picture. And then Kirsten Dunst, Jesse Plemons, and I'm not sure about Benedict Cumberbatch. All, they got nominated for Oscars. I mean, she's still, she's still Listen, working it. No, nothing to, to Kirsten Dunst. Like, she looked so hot in the first Spider-Man movie. And then in the second one, it looked like she developed some kind of coke addiction. 
that like carried on into the third because by the the second and the third toby mcguire spider-man movies she was just not looking she was looking very thin very sickly it just was not like how she looked in the first one and like i said i believe her more of as gwen stacy i thought she would have fit that part better than she did mary jane watson but yeah, well, think about it. They took a, a blonde woman and made her redhead to play Mary Jane, and took a redhead and made her blonde to play Gwen. Gwen that makes sense. Yeah, I I also don't know if I see Emma Stone as Mary Jane Watson. No, I'm sure they could have found somebody else a redhead that was better. I didn't like the casting at the be- in the beginning of it, but you know, I just watched that. It was just on FX, the movie, and it was it's it still holds holds water now, even <laughs> 20 years later. Still, Wait, which one? Overall. Lance is made by acting ability. <laughs> no, I think she's attractive. I... Joe's Dillon oh, says yeah, Helen Mirren won an Oscar, but I don't want to bang her. <laughs> Who? Th- any, there's a uh, a show on on Netflix. Something about a lake. Jeez, uh, mm. I can't think of the name. I have to look it up. But anyway, Who's there's an actor. There's the actress who played um, in Superman three, the love interest of Superman. What was her name? And that. Not Lois Lane, but the other woman. Uh, Lana? From, well, yeah, Lana. The woman who played Lana is in this Netflix show. And if you see what she looks like now, like, time sucks. <laughs> Just That's the bottom line. Uh, we don't age well. Not everybody does. And and she did What's not age well for them. Something like, it's on Netflix. I forget the name of it. Is it called To the Lake? No, it's uh, it's like a mini a series. with uh, it's she's the not, lake. No, it's something like, it's in Colorado. Um wife was watching it i, I caught like in Superman like virgin river virgin with... virgin river is the name of it i'm sorry oh virgin uh, river lake river stream whatever <laughs> some body of water it's yeah. all good <laughs> but yes yeah, so the main the main girl no lana the one who played lana in superman 3 so uh virgin river i'll look it up and then she is is it the main girl no in virgin uh, river it is annette o'toole Dude, that oh, woman yeah. is like in her 70s. <laughs> I know that. So what I'm saying what is remember me? her in Superman 3. And I'm saying she's literally I, 70 years old. Okay, but that was 35 <laughs> years ago. She was in that show. So what I'm saying now is, you know, you guys are giving Kirsten Dunn's a hard time over 20 years. This girl aged like 40 years later and she and it looks rough. I'm just saying time Superman is different. Superman 3 was 35 yes, years is. ago? That'd be 1984, right? So I don't know. I'm not good with public math, that's, but I would say that's it's nearly longer. 40 years ago. Okay, like 1983, I said, we yeah. 39 years ago. Okay, so I was close. 35, you said 39. That, but that's 40 years. We we're talking right. about 40 years. This woman was talking about like, 20. So double it, and then what's Kirsten Dunn's gonna look like in 20 years? 20 more years. But I never, I didn't think Annette O'Toole was ever hot. You didn't. <laughs> I'm just saying, in general, she looked. I mean, Superman won the banger. So I mean, you know, so you gotta give him some credit for that. She was decent enough for Superman. Which is weird that she goes and plays Martha Kent in Smallville. Oh, yeah, yeah. I mean, she looks decent back in the day. <laughs> but, yeah. But yeah, she was 83 with Superman 3. Well, so I'm just, just saying, you're giving, Annette, you're giving Annette O'Toole a hard time. Christopher I, Reeves isn't even alive. I know. <laughs> so what we're about bastard. him? Wow. <laughs> we're bastard. I'm just saying 40 years, dude. A lot can happen. <laughs> Fuck, hell, yeah. Hell, yeah. I forgot what Richard happened? Pryor was in Superman. How could you forget that? I forgot. I haven't watched Superman 3 in a long time because it's not very good. Oh, my. I, I, that movie used to freak me out because the robots that sucked that woman in 
sucked her in and then put all the robot parts on her and she came out and tried to kill Superman, I, I freaked me out because I wouldn't touch a computer for a while after that movie. You remember at the end when he got to the, the headquarter or the big uh, computer that they built to kill Superman and it sucked her in, the old lady, and made her like a robot? You guys remember uh, what I'm talking dude, about? Dude, I barely remember that movie. Oh, my God. You're talking was... to me about stuff. I've watched Superman 1 and Superman 2, the Donner cut, mm -hmm. pretty recently, within the last, like, two years. I think I watched them both. Whenever we whenever we interviewed, um, what's his name, Matt? Uh, uh, Scotty uh, Schwartz? No, 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 no. The guy that played one Oh, Jack O'Halloran. Yeah. So he said, hey, because I only remember Spider-Man 2, like the or Superman 2, the original, like theatrical. He said, no, you need to watch the Donner Cut because the Donner Cut is great. And he's right. The Donner Cut is much better. I don't think I've ever seen the Donner Cut. I've, I've looked it up. I've so, seen it a hundred times, so I don't know the difference. Superman but. 2, the Donner Cut is light years better than Superman 2. I don't. I think it's about the same. I don't. I, I'm with Jake. Well, the, they're both. They're both. They're both products of their time, but what I'm saying is, one is more rewatchable re than the other. Superman three is re more rewatchable than Superman two. Watch the Donner Oof. cut; you'll change your <laughs> you'll change your mind about that. I don't that. know the if Donner I agree cut's with that much one. I never, I never liked the middle of Superman two. Whenever he lost his powers and got his ass kicked, it just the drug on there. So for that's me. one of the things that Donner fought against was that whole segment. But so it made it cool Donner, at the end. Donner was when... pissed off. The reason he didn't come do... I don't even think he finished the second one. I think they got a new... It's very much like Justice League was done, where it was Zack Snyder and then somebody else came in for Superman 2. But then Donner got to release his version of Superman 2 without the other... So, like, the Zack Snyder cut later, and it's much better. And he didn't have that scene in there? Because it, uh, it I makes don't remember. sense at the end to use that pod to weaken the rest of them which is kind of cool but i just thought it drug on there there a lot of those movies in the 80s drug on i mean you just had to you know not like today where it's action-packed from start to finish but i mean I, I thought they all were good even the superman for the quest for peace i mean you can that was kind of stupid but i mean it was enjoyable to watch but uh yeah so the producer of superman 2 removed donner halfway through production of the sequel and replaced him with director richard lester Lester completed the remainder of the film for its theatrical release, but also rewrote and reshot a substantial portion of Donner's footage in order to receive a full director's credit. Hmm. While the sequel was a critical and financial success upon release, interest in Donner's cut of Superman 2 became well-known after a community of online fans began petitioning for Warner Brothers. It's very much like the Z Snyder thing. <laughs> However, due to legality issue over Marlon Brando's unused footage, the task seemed impossible after Brando's death in 2004. His family estate allowed for Warner Brothers to feature arch archival footage of the late actor in the 2006 film Superman Returns, thus granting the studio permission to restore Donner's version of Superman 2. Yeah, because they cut all Marlon Brando's stuff out of it because they um, he had some kind of like beef with the other director and stuff too. Yeah, so they but, restored Marlon Brando and Donner cut. But he was in the in the theatrical cut. Was Brando was in it, right? Um, I think he had to be in it from what so he went to that. The was he in that the ice castle thing? I, can't I thought so. I don't it's, remember. It's been like so said, long since I watched him right to you, but yeah, it's funny. We're bringing it. 
while you're looking at that, I'm going to scooch on here. X-Men The Last Stand, Kelsey Grammer recently confirmed that he would love to play Beast in the Marvel Cinematic Universe. Grammer expressed interest in portraying the furry blue mutant again in an interview with MovieWeb. If they don't ask me to return to the role of Beast, of beast i'll never go to disneyland again he quipped <laughs> i'd love for them to do asshole. that i want to do that grammar has brought hank mccoy such beast to life on the big screen twice playing a supporting role in 2006 the last stand and making a brief cameo in 2014 x-men's days of futures past the dude's like 70 years old you really think he's gonna play beast but dude he was perfect he was perfect yes he was perfect for the time and if they go cgi but the just dude, one, just, no, just, one, I don't want Marvel one. doing anything CGI anymore because their CGI <laughs> has been dog shit lately. Yeah, but like how they're evil. bringing back Wolverine, like obviously Hugh Jackman's not going to play Wolverine into the future, right? He's doing it for Deadpool. If they bring back Kelsey Grammer just one time, yeah, but all the makeup he has on, you won't be able to tell. Like, With all the blue makeup, he, you won't be able to tell. Yeah, even when he did this movie, he wasn't that big. No, he's he wasn't. Gonna, he's going to have to like, have a stunt double constantly on he'll just be able to do the standing there parts any activity where beast has to be physical stunt man body double because he's like or the cgi then but but they can they can make him look the same way with the with the blue paint and the and the hair he won't i I don't think they'll have to cgi much of that just but he was fucking perfect wasn't he yeah Yeah. he was in those movies he like casting kelsey Grammer as beast was a stroke of genius because it was, was just per- the dude played Frazier as as a mutant. Yeah, he's in Cheers. Yeah, as Frazier. Yeah, he's the longest. So I forget what record he broke, but he's played Frazier in three different TV shows, I think. And that's like a record, like the same Cheers. character. Cheers, um, Frazier, and then the spinoff, whatever that was. Uh, yeah, I don't remember the name of it. They come out with the spinoff yet? I think it came out already. Hold on. I think so. Um, they, why would they cast him and not the other guy from Days of Future? Because that guy sucked. <laughs> Nicholas Holt. <laughs> why not Look, just... Um, why not that guy just... looked like he should be on an MTV production of Teen Wolf. <laughs> like, it was bad, dude. Just recast the role together. I didn't necessarily like Kelsey Grammer as I think he did fine as Beast, but I, I didn't like. Uh, I wasn't thrilled with it. I didn't like any of them, to be quite honest with you. Even I liked him. I, I liked the way he, the voice and everything, but I wasn't overly. I could have picked somebody else. I didn't think he would have been the guy to do the, that role. I guess, but you needed someone who sounded smart, and that's what Beast is supposed to be. I mean, I it, did, I, it worked out well, but it's time to recast most of these people anyway. Agreed. I'm trying to find I, out. I get you. You pull a nostalgia card by having Hugh Jackman come back and play one more Wolverine one more time, and everything with the multiverse and going to the MCU. Then you allow him to hand the reins to somebody else to ease the quarrel of the fanboys who will be screaming, "No, I don't want a different Wolverine." Then that kind of like him handing the reins off is like that. Okay, well, if Hugh approves, then I approve. Type deal. So I think that's what you're getting there. But yes, he was good at the time. I think somebody else could take over the reins and do it now and do it better because the dude's 70 years old. Not age shaming you, Kelsey Grammer, but you know, let's be honest here. People are saying, oh, well, Hugh Jackman's 
this is this and this. He shouldn't be playing Wolverine anymore. Well, well, in that same light, Harrison Ford shouldn't be playing General Ross, but he's going to well, be ninety. Still, Harrison Ford shouldn't be playing Indiana Jones for the fifth time either. But here we are. Yep. The dude can't even get through a movie without a door falling on him or something crashing a plane or something, you know. But who knows? Um, Red Guardian actor David Harbaugh teased or Harbor teased uh, humor and chaos in the upcoming lineup for Marvel Studios Thunderbolts in an interview with the Phase Zero podcast. Harbor explained how Thunderbolts would shake up the Marvel Cinematic Universe with a lineup that would be very different from the other ensembles and franchises you've seen. We're the losers, which I like, Harbor said. We're like, this damn fly is pissing me off. <laughs> <laughs> I got it. I got it. And I think it's fun to just watch us mess everything up. I think that's the spectrum. I think it's very funny. But there's also a lot of pathos in that. Marvel Studios will reportedly begin, begin production on its upcoming Marvel Cinematic Universe film, Thunderbolts in mid 2023. Do you have a feeling that this is kind of Marvel's version of Suicide Squad? Yeah, that's pretty much what Thunderbolts is. Yeah. So they're going to be like, "Hey, man, you guys uh, keep making Suicide Squad, and it's hit or miss. We're going to show you how it's really done." That's this is their attempt. Maybe I'm not saying they're going to succeed at that, but maybe James Gunn would have been perfect to direct this. Eh. Yeah, then it's the same movie again. Yeah. Well, I know. I'm just saying, with if all that bullshit didn't happen. So you're know, I'm just really good at the ensemble with... stuff. What I'm do you? Just, I'm not. Say, I'm just. I'm not excited for Thunderbolts. I like David Harbor. I like all the cast, but I. I would have. Um, there's too many secret agents in this one. It should be, you know, some others, some other bigger well, bigger names. I think you're gonna get Red Hulk in here. I just don't think they're showing you yet. But the only the only three characters I'm really interested in are those front three right there. U.S. Yeah. Agent was okay. Taskmaster is just fucking shitty. I hate Taskmaster and Black Widow. And Ghost, I don't even know what they're doing with Ghost. There's there's way more other movies to be made than this one. I don't know why this one had to be made. It must be it's going to be part of the part of the timeline or something that they're telling the story they're telling. But I I think Silver Surfer. I think there's plenty of other things that movies to make instead of this one. I agree. So. Well, we'll see. I mean, uh, like I'm sure we'll get into it, but Phase Four was terrible and it ended ended on a somewhat high note. But still, is Black Panther the last movie of Phase Four? Yes, yeah. it is. Yeah, I wasn't sure. So, so Ant Man Quantum Media kicks off Phase Five. That should be good, but I mean, they need some they need some big hits here. Which doesn't it feel weird? They're going in a different phase, and there's not an Avengers movie to like cap it. Because shouldn't there be like something that pushes you into the next phase? Like, what exactly? How is this different? Phase four to phase five. They're just like, yeah. hey, we know phase four was shitty, so we're going to give you some less shitty movies or more <laughs> shitty movies. I I don't know. I you know every every Star Wars movie starts in the in space, and every phase should end with Avengers. But I guess they chose to go a different route. So I don't know. Yes, back in the comics, that was her team. He's saying, um, uh, I think it plays into the chicken what kind of forever wanting vibranium. Oh, yeah, um, definitely. Well, with Thunderbolts and, and uh, Va- Vicky Vontaine or whatever her name is. Elaine. Elaine. Yeah, she's Elaine. <laughs> 
So Frazier was Frazier and Cheers, Wings, and Frazier. Oh, I forgot about Wings. Yeah. Paul Salad and Scrambled Eggs. Uh, John Leguizamo, the star of the original Sp Super Mario Brothers movie, continues to blast the lack of diversity in Nintendo's upcoming animated film. Speaking to IndieWire, the actor who played Luigi in 1993's live-action adaptation of Nintendo's iconic franchise spoke about his um, perception of this, uh, the, the Illumination Studios' upcoming film. I'm OG. A lot of people love the original. I did Comic-Con in New York and in Baltimore, and everyone's like, no, 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 we love the original. The original. They're not feeling the new one. Look what Zamo said. The actor went on to discuss how groundbreaking the first film was, largely because the creative team hired a person of color as one of their stars. Their director, Annabelle Jenkel, and Rocky Morton fought really hard for me to be the lead because I was a Latin man. And that, and they, the studio, didn't want me to be the lead, Liguazama said. They fought really hard, and it was such a breakthrough. For them to go backwards and not cast another actor of color kind of sucks. See, and Dude. this shows you how ignorant he is because, yes, because Keegan Michael Key is in this movie playing a, a big role. Anna Taylor Joy is Latina. Listen, uh, the first dead giveaway is that he's saying people are saying, no, we love the original. We want more of the original. That is not... I've never heard anybody say we want more of the, the original the reason, Super Mario Brothers. So I love the original because of how bad it is. Does that make sense? I, like I watched it as a kid. It was so bad that it makes it laughable. And that is the enjoyment factor. This seems much more true to what what Marvel is. Now, and what what's equally hilarious is that this man has been advocating for these people taking latino roles well newsflash luigi's not latino no he is not no. That's, yes no he's, he's an italian american man from new york like that mm -hmm. is his heritage so if you're going to in one breath say say people are taking roles like latino characters and white people are taking these roles or people that are not latino are taking these roles and then go on to say, well, this movie that fe that the two main leads are white Italian-American characters and complain that Latinos are not getting those roles, you are completely – you're a hypocrite at that point. Exactly. That makes, am, I, am I making sense? No, absolutely. That's a, my biggest – one of my biggest gripes of this whole thing was it's like – Luigi's not Italian or is not Latin American. Like it's cool that you got that role and but to and I sit thought he here was good and say, it. yeah, he was fine. But to sit here and say that like, oh well, you should have given it to a Latino actor. Why the character is not? You should have given it to a genuine Italian American if you want to be, if you want to go that route. Like why well, a that's Latino? Been my it issue. doesn't fit. You know, when we first talked about Chris Pratt getting the role, I I said that right. So I, I'm of the unique perspective, at least in this group of people right here, that, I, that I'm Italian and Latino, right? And I think that it should have went, like, I think his voice sounds absolutely stupid in the trailer, Chris Pratt specifically. But Charlie Day, to me, seems like a stroke of genius as Luigi, you know? <laughs> Keegan-Michael Key. Haven't even heard, we haven't even heard Charlie Day as Luigi yet, have we? But I can just picture it in my head. I'm like, yes, I'm down. I'm down with that. 
Anna Taylor Joy, Jack Black sounds masterful. He does. Bowser. I didn't even know. Like, I didn't even know that was Jack Black at first. There's two people in this movie that I could do without, and that is Chris Pratt and Seth Rogen. And as much as I like Seth Rogen, I'm just kind of the dude's voice. Like when when you don't have his goofy looking pothead face attached to his voice, <laughs> you know what I mean? It's like, dude, you're just Seth Rogen at this point. Like, but everything else in this movie, I mean, Fred Armisen's on it is in it, and I'm pretty sure he's Latino, plays a major role. Like, there's Latino actors in this movie. You are 100% correct, Joe. Stoolin. I'm of the idea that an actor's job is to pretend to be someone else. Completely yeah. agree. And here's my other point, too, is there has never been a better time in Hollywood for minority voices to get large, you know, star-turning roles. I mean, we just had um, uh, Encanto come out which i'm pretty sure the entire cast is 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 latinx had one of the biggest songs of the year i think it was nominated for a emmy or whatever the music's uh grammy the we don't talk about bruno you have all these properties coming out with latin characters as the main focal point you have all these properties coming out like <laughs> huge huge big tentpole movie i mean we just had black panther that features a, I like Encanto, but whatever. Uh, Black Panther, which is a huge tentpole Marvel movie, billion dollar movie, that 95% of the cast is African American. And woman. And women. There's, there's two, and women. There's two white people in that entire movie that I can think of, <laughs> like playing like major roles. Elaine in 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 The Hobbit. I forget his name. Martin Freeman is that his name? The, Tol the Tolkien white guy. Yeah, the, the Tolkien Hobbit. white guy. <laughs> That's good, dude. <laughs> but it, in a time in Hollywood where it's never been easier to get some of these properties made, and then you're bitching because you didn't get one. All right. Seems like being a little too. Uh... What's really frustrating is this is the dude that was in Encanto playing Bruno. He just had a huge animated movie. Like, he's getting roles. It's not like he's obscure now. He played Encanto. He played in Encanto as Bruno. Like, Zamo's been in a lot of movies. Like He's in a lot of shit. But I will say this. The one bright side of the of the old movie is Bob Hoskins and John Zamo. Bob Hoskins was a stroke of genius, in my opinion. Which one was he? Mario. He's Mario. Oh, really? He looks like fucking Mario. If you were to cast a live action actor, there's nobody better to look like Mario than that dude. Yeah. Like it, it, it but what the downfall of that movie is whoever wrote George it did not Costanza. give a shit about Mario. Whoever wrote that movie probably had never even played a Mario game. No, I, I remember Spun. I mean the other movie that it was in that I liked. John Leguizamo, he, he was an Ice Age Spawn, Tu Wong Fu, The Pest, uh, Encanto, Romeo and Juliet, John Wick, Chef. Like he's in a lot. Moulin Rouge. He's in a lot of no, good not Spawn. He was in Spun. Got a lot of good movies. Yeah, the dude. No, he's been... in Spun also. He is in a, also in Spun with Brittany Murphy. 
Okay. I thought it was. He was in Kick-Ass 2. He was in Mandalorian. American Ultra. He, was in Man- he wasn't in Mandalorian. He was Gore Korish. I don't know who that <laughs> is, but right here he was in Mandalorian. He must have had. The dude has been in movies since. Yeah, he's in plenty of movies. So 1984. Guy... He's been in movies guy, for 38 years. Bob Hoskins died. Yes. I remember Killed was bummed because Brad, Bob Hoskins is also in this awesome Jet Li movie uh, called Shit, what was that movie called? It's a badass Jet Li movie and I, I can't remember the name of it now. Unleashed. Have you guys seen that one? Where Jet Li is like, he has a collar. Yeah. He's like his dog or whatever. It's a badass movie. It's probably bad writing, but when I saw it, I thought it was badass. And they were talking about doing a sequel to that, and then the dude died. <laughs> but yeah, he died I don't in know. 2014. I just I just like think it's... that this is incredibly ignorant. This is the, yes, I agree. This is the equivalent of somebody like I've seen a lot of comedians start talking about it about people that get offended on behalf of other groups of people. Yes, And I don't see this as any different because if he got cast in one of these roles or another Latin character, which, mind you, he's ignorant. Anna Taylor Joyce from Argentina, right? So, and she's playing Princess Peach, which is a major role in that movie. But then you're running into the same issue of of race-bending characters to fit casting or whatever. You know, like, it just... Which way do you want it? All right, it was race bent twenty. Whenever this show came out originally with Lake Wazamo, because yeah. it wasn't Italian casted. So now you're mad that it 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 wasn't Latino casted. Was his issue or whatever? It just it's. I think when we, I think we need to stop caring about. Just find the right actor. I, I mean, whoever fits the role. If the guy was, if if the actor act, if the character's supposed to be white, make him white. If they're supposed to be black, make him black. If the Latino My just, thing is, Chris Pratt just sounds absolutely stupid. <laughs> I wouldn't cast him as Mario to be quite. I'm, I'm, I was like, why would he be Mario? There's got to be somebody better who, who could fit the role. I don't care if they're Italian or Latino. If they fit the role better, if they look the part, you know, then you can make it work. I, 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 I just think find the right actor or actress. And yeah, and, Chris uh, Pratt got cast because he's Chris Pratt got cast because he's Chris Pratt. Look, in my mind, there's only one Mario and Luigi, and it's right here. <laughs> this was before the cartoon. This is when it opened, and he'd like yeah. spill like spaghetti on him, and they'd be fixing a shower to get sucked into the sh- yeah. Yeah, that's I remember the that only cartoon. Mario and Luigi that matters, right? But my <laughs> thing is, like, they, they could have... Chris Pratt is the odd man, and Seth Rogen. I feel like those two were cast just because their names are Chris Pratt and Seth Rogen. Yeah, probably. It's, I probably won't go see the movie. Oh, I'm going to see it because my kids are already excited about it. I just think it looks cool. Mushroom like, Kingdom, look at that. here we come. Look at that picture right there of Mario. Like, that looks awesome. Yeah, looks and then one. you put it up against Bob Hoskins, who's right next oh. to it. And you see why he was cast. And he probably wasn't even Italian, but he looked the part. Oh, so. Bob Hoskins is New York. Like, I'm pretty sure he's Italian, but he had that New York accent. 
Like that was natural. Yeah, I guess the actors and they changed your last name, so it's hard to tell. There's not any vowels in his last name, so I just assume he wasn't, but I'm sure he changed it for the acting. So yeah, I don't know. Either way, he looked the role. He did. He, he looked the role. role. Yeah. And I'm 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 okay with with race bending some things, but what I'm not okay with is somebody coming out and saying they should have race bended this. Well, why? Like, just come out and say it. You don't want white actors to have jobs anymore. Like, that's what this sounds like to me. I I just think that the more you harp on race, the more it doesn't go away. The problem doesn't go away. So Bob Hoskins is what had a British what had a British accent. Yeah, he's from. So he must have been faking the English. New York thing. <laughs> it was just, <laughs> so it was just so he's good. Crazy. I thought it was real. <laughs> yeah, it was so good. I thought it was real. But I don't know. Let's move on because I'm going to start throwing shit at my computer monitor. <laughs> Especially because the Suns are down four points right now. It's pissing Speaking me off. Speaking to the Hollywood Reporter about the recent shakeup of Warner Brothers Discovery, most notable James Gunn and Pete. Severin being named co-chairs and CEO, co-CEOs of DC Studios. Um, they're claiming that part of the strategy is to drive the hell out of DC. That's what James Gunn's going to do. Um, they're very, they're going to thrill fans and they're going to thrill you over periods of time. Also add an abundance of Batman will not fit into the new DCU. They're not going to be four Batmans moving forward. Well, so there's, not, there's three right now. Well, <laughs> Yeah, they say they're not going to add another one. So who do they move? You got to think they're going to move forward with Pattinson, right? Uh, like Pattinson is is their go-to. That's their moneymaker right now, man. Yeah, but I think there's a lot of people clamoring for Ben Affleck to continue as well. And I think Ben Affleck, it kind of shows because they removed Michael Keaton from Aquaman had Ben Affleck re refilm those scenes, right? It kind of shows that whatever... Ben Affleck was upset about obviously isn't an issue anymore because he's coming back and doing stuff. I mean, what was supposed to be his last turn as Batman? Who? He had one more contractual obligation and then he said, I'm done. Who? Oh, um, Affleck. Affleck? It was supposed to be a standalone Batman movie. The Batman was his movie. He was, he started writing the script for it and then he bailed on it. And then that's when it got handed over to Matt Reeves and, Pattinson was brought in. Yeah, I think the odd man out is Keaton, to tell you the truth. I think they're they're going to have Keaton appear in the Flash movie, but I don't think it needs to be something that carries on forward. I think it can be like a Tobey Maguire. Um, well, since you brought that up, it says Michael Keaton's return, return to the role of Batman in the Flash will not be affected by Batgirl's cancellation. According to a new report, despite rumors of the reshoots and recasting, it is being reported that Keaton's return as Bruce Wayne slash Batman in the upcoming DC Universe movie remains as originally scripted. The news oh. comes after questions about the future of Keaton's large role in the DCU were uh, raised when Warner Brothers Discovery scrapped uh, Leslie Grace-led spinoff, which included a cameo from his Batman. Additionally, the user reported that despite reshoots over the summer, The Flash did not undergo significant changes and remains largely unchanged from the version shot in 2021. Except so, for the fact that Ezra Miller will not be the Flash after this movie, can I think pretty much be. guarantee it. He's well, they gave him a chance to get help. He's getting help. Um, I yeah, think until he ends up in the news again. The way this movie is testing, 
um, if this movie comes out and it does as well as it's testing, I think that he, we see him again. Well, all I know is that I, I've seen quite a few reports saying that they're looking at the dude that was in 1947 to replace him. We'll and it see. Seems like a lot of studios are are reporting that, or a lot of uh, a lot of um, sources are reporting that that they're looking to move on from Ezra Miller. I think they're going to move on from everyone. Honestly, like there's new reports that the Henry Cavill Superman movie is now in jeopardy with the direction James Gunn wants to take this. Um, James Gunn is is still says he's finishing up his his DC Bible, his roadmap of what he wants to do, how he wants to lay things out. I, you know, I think you're going to probably get a lot of these characters recast, sadly. And, well, I think what's going to happen is James Gunn, he's shown that he has an affinity for the most obscure characters in these universes, right? I think you're going to see a lot less Batman and Superman, and you're going to see more characters that maybe haven't had a go around in live action yet. And yeah, that's cool. I think it's cool. Well, idea. that's the Marvel model, if you think about it. I mean, Marvel didn't have access to X-Men and Spider-Man and all these things when they first started. So they grabbed Iron Man, which was not universally known. Captain America, Thor was probably Thor and Hulk were probably more well known than Iron Man and Captain America at that point. No way, dude. Thor and Hulk Man. were not more well known. Well, Hulk, Cap- was well known. Hulk, Hulk was yes, well known. dude. But Hulk, more than Captain America. Yes, Hulk had yeah. two movies prior to this, dude. Everybody, no, no, no. Captain but Hulk, was, you're talking that all the all the all the um, biggest names from the '90s were the ones they made movies with early, and that's when all those all the rights they sold were all those all those right. big names. So none of the studios they, were interested in Captain America or Iron. They tried to sell Iron Man, right? And and, to, and it wasn't a big seller because X Men, Spider Man, um, JP planting the flag for Lobo. <laughs> well, he's already come it. out and said he's, he he posted a picture on Twitter of Lobo the other day. It was on Mastodon. And Jason Momoa has been advocating for Lobo. Jason for Momoa long. originally wanted to play Lobo, if you guys remember. Yeah, that's his favorite. That was character. his favorite character. Yeah, but I think Hulk. Mine too now. <laughs> <laughs> I think Hulk was more well game. known than anybody in the original face. I, don't, I mean, the I dude had do. two movies it, already made. Not as much the movies, but he was he was a, a '90s a big name '90s comic book was Hulk because McFarlane drew him. I think he was popular. X Men was popular. Spider Man. Lou was Ferrigno popular. played him for how many seasons? Yep. Yeah, so, but dude, without Cap, you can't say that because Captain America started it all, man. Like without Timely and Captain I, America and all that. Right, right. Like, but I don't think anybody. But you're I, talking I about people that know comic books. I'm no, talking no. About I'm saying overall, Captain America like, wasn't famous. He wasn't a big name nah, in the '90s. Now that he had his cool. own. I mean, he was. He had his own TV show around the same time. Um, that did not that, do anywhere near as well as Lou Ferrigno's did. Well, yeah, but I'm just saying. Like, I think the symbol of Captain America is very much more well known than. The Hulk. I mean, I, I think to say that yeah, it's well I, known. I but the, the point of the matter is, is that Marvel sold all their big names because they were going bankrupt to keep their company afloat and it keep their doors open, keep the doors open. It didn't work. They still went bankrupt. And when they had nothing left, they went back to those. They didn't. They don't have the rights to Hulk still. So they had Iron Man was popular in the '90s somewhat, but not as much as all the ones they sold. They were the. They were like. Uh, 
the reason they were able to sell them is because they were popular. The other ones weren't. So they had what they had left and they made it work. I mean, Captain America was popular, but he, I don't think he was in the late nineties, early two thousands. It was Spider-Man and X-Men. Yeah. I mean, Spy you, you definitely can't argue against like there's the three most well-known comic book here characters in the history of comic books are Batman, Superman, and Spider-Man. Like that's just, there's countless, uh, polls and stuff that show that right they're the three most well-known characters then you got x-men which is huge like now i'm just going in the marvel stuff right x-men had a huge show in the 90s a, a well-regarded show in the 90s so did spider-man like those are the big those are the probably the biggest marvel properties available at the, like think about it dude fox bought fantastic four over buying captain america Right. Captain America was not as big as you think, man, back then. I remember when that movie came out, like Iron Man came out and then Captain America came out and people thought that those movies were going to flop. Yeah, I didn't even didn't watch have the Captain name America when it came out. I didn't. I knew him. I mean, I knew who Captain America was, but he was not one of my favorite. He wasn't popular. Like back in the game said, no one cared about Captain America back then. It was the ones you mentioned. But I, what's funny is I have a um, a 2005 um marvel stock or a um annual stockholder report and they talk about the movies they were going to make and what they had left and iron man and there's a bunch of them on there i'll have to find it but captain america iron man were on there that's their plans back then because that's what they had left that was we're going to try to so sell. I'm, I'm reading this article right now and the name of the article who were the most popular superheroes in marvel comics before the mcu spider-man x-men fantastic four hulk is what they have pictured. Yeah, I don't disagree. Well before RDJ started taking flight as Iron Man in 2008, which explains why they sold away those characters' rights to Sony, Fox, and Universal because their rights would sell for the highest price, yep. which is the point JP was making. So they made they made good with what they had left, and now they're kind of, now they're kind of messing it up again, and DC has a chance here to take their lesser-known characters and do well with it because... I mean, it gets tiring. I, I like every Superman movie. I like every Batman movie, you know, in one way or the other. But it'd be nice to see somebody new. Well, I don't. No, I want Affleck. Matt, you like Affleck, right? Yeah, I like Ben Affleck as, as Batman. I yeah. thought he was fucking awesome as Batman. I, I agree. I Ben Affleck. Oh, go ahead, JP. Sorry. I was just saying, maybe it's time to just start off fresh, nice, Lobo, standalone movie. And uh, bring the other characters in as as things get revved up, you know, as you establish. A oh, new... I forgot we changed gears to DC. <laughs> right. I'm like, just saying, like, what are we talking yeah. about here? <laughs> but I'm saying, in the same light as what Marvel had left to use is the same thing DC needs to do is start fresh. So, yeah, but I don't want to go so obscure. Like they were starting to go down that road towards the before Discovery Bottom, where they were talking about like Wonder Twins and stuff. And I'm like, yeah, uh, they got the kid from Riverdale to play one of them and then there were certain there were certain characters that they were making movies for i was like this shouldn't be a starring character like this should be like batgirl i'm like I, i'd much rather see her in a batman movie that's like making a movie about pepper Potts. i feel like <laughs> instead of <laughs> iron man you know I don't know. I think I think there's enough of the bigger name characters they that DC can grab, like 
Marvel did with the Avengers. They were not popular in the nineties either. And and when we get the Black Panther, neither was Namor or Namor. He wasn't anyone popular in, in the nineties either. Neither was Wanda. Neither was Vision. Neither was you know. And they made it work. So the right direction, the right setup, can make it work. I assume that Joe's Doolin's talking about Justice League Dark. Is that what he's saying? Yeah, I believe so. Yeah. So he was he was doing a Constantine reboot, and it got canceled. Zaslav has came through and canceled so much shit. Uh, the Constantine reboot, and apparently Keanu Reeves is coming back for that now. Didn't we talk about that on this show, Matt? Yes, he's talking about doing a Constantine too. Yeah. I don't know. I want Ben Affleck back, though. Ben Affleck, when he came on screen as Batman, I was like, dude, that's what I picture in my head. Not fucking Christian Bale or... Well, I can't talk shit about Michael Keaton, but not Christian Bale and Robert Pattinson. Like, Ben Affleck embodied what uh, what I saw in my head, you know? But, I don't know. Uh, I can't switch the slides. Only you can. <laughs> <laughs> And that leads us into our sponsor this week. We are back on the Manscaped board. Uh, it's never too early to play holiday music, and it's never too early to start thinking about the gifts. Whether it's for a friend or a friend in your pants, you can make this season be jolly with Manscaped. Do your little drummer boy a favor and use the Lawnmower 4.0 to invite another silent night in the bedroom. Then add in Manscaped's top of the line shower products. To have the people thinking, all I want for Christmas is you. Santa cares about his sack, and you should too. Look <laughs> nice when you get naughty by going to manscaped.com using co- promo code AGEEKPODCAST at checkout for free shipping and 20% off. So Manscaped makes a great gift. Uh, I got it for, for the people in my life. You, get, you can get this... Uh, New lawnmower 4.0 package. If you can see it here, got to move it around. It comes it's awesome, with, man. Yes, it is. It comes with some um, crop preserve for your balls. A little bit of ball deodorant for when you get a little musty down there and you're going to cons. What do they you call that one? I love the name of that one. What's it called? It is called the Crop Reviver. You get yeah. the lawnmower 4.0, which is their new trimmer with adjustable and changeable heads that you can use in the shower to have you not used that yet your stuff and you get all kinds of good stuff as well as the weed whacker for them pesky nose hairs and you also get the ultimate ultra smooth package shaving care for down there for the shower you get the crop exfoliator crop gel and their little take care razor Get did, you all buy a new, did you buy a new trimmer? No, sir. This was I need sent, a new trimmer. This was sent to us for uh, the promo. To test oh, awesome. Out. That trimmer is so, awesome, dude. I, that And they send you replacement blades. Like, I, I get replacement blades from them in the mail, like, as they wear out. So that trimmer has the potential to last you for a long time. They like, also they have amazing deodorant here as well. Um, as well as shampoo and body wash that I use um, almost daily. So, yeah, definitely support Manscaped. 
They are a product I use myself. Um, you can get Manscaped for that man in your life that you're just like, man, it's like a woolly mammoth down there. Make sure to use code AGEEKPODCAST at checkout to get 20% off and free shipping at manscaped.com. Nice. Yeah, that crop reviver stuff is is uh, awesome. I, I've, I think I'm on like my third bottle. Like I'm on a reoccurring order of that stuff because I love it so much. Yeah, I really like I really really like the body wash. Um that's called one of my go-tos. Body, body wash. wash. Body wash. <laughs> yeah, JP, you should pick up some of this stuff. Yeah, I know. I, I need it's a new awesome. razor. I need a new razor. I definitely need some new trimming of the beard and the and the head and you know, maybe their, the arm. Their hair. clippers are awesome, dude. Like it comes you, with this little You have a stand. wild and untamed one, Joe Stool, and that's uh so I use mine, I use mine for my I have two, and one of them I use for my head, which, which is head? like once a week. This head, <laughs> I, I I use it for my head, and uh, when you're using clippers that often, they get dull very quick. So hmm. they send me replacement like heads for it. Uh, but, how often do you get the replacement ones? Uh, they send it to me like every two months. Wow! Like I'll get a box. They'll they'll send me a new bottle of crop reviver and then a new, a new head for my trimmers. Hmm. You've got, you've gotten those, those upkeep boxes, right, Matt? Yeah. Yeah. And they'll always put like a little gift in there too. Like, so one time I got like some of their lip balm. Another time they, they like, they'll send me stuff that I haven't bought before to like try out too. in in these little upkeep boxes. So that's a pretty good set. State nice. of Washington. State of Washington. Yeah. It's cool, man. I gotta wash my car. Use promo code a geek podcast. Get twenty percent off. Yes, sir. I'll be I'll be doing that later tonight. I need that. Yes. So now that you've groomed your candy cane, it's time to make sure you don't smell like a reindeer with the platinum package shower products. All of Manscaped showers gear is sulfate free, vegan, and made for your skin to keep it feeling hydrated and smelling fresh. And <laughs> When you get the package, you get the the trimmer, the the weed whacker, um, the the cleaning products, and you also get that really nice carrying case, shower case, bathroom case, whatever you want to call it. Um, I use it all the time now. Um, it is my go-to um, carrying for a toiletry bag. So that, yep. is a, so that is a nice set there. It's made out of vegans, Eric says. Yep, exactly. Oh <laughs> uh, yeah, their tears are in the crop crop reviver. But that's cool. Manscaped. Let's see. Manscaped. Black Friday's coming, so remember you said twenty percent off code a geek podcast manscaped time. Make sure you tell the special person in your life to hey kids, shave your balls. Is it Tom Green sings that song about feeling your balls? Yes, it is. So you don't get cancer. Yeah. Yep. Aaron says, Matt, let me do the weed whacker on his nose hairs. Ha 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 ha. Ha 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 ha. Is it ha, safe ha. for your butthole? The weed whacker? I, you know, I'm not gonna explore that. <laughs> is it safe if, for the sphincter? <laughs> if you wanna test that you let me know but i, I think out. that's one of those uh trips to the emergency room that you see on like like probably uh, crazy stories from the emergency room show probably <laughs> all right well, it's i was time to trying to weed my sphincter 
<laughs> On that note, as Lance talks about weed and sphincter, it's time to get into some video game news. <laughs> So, Slim Shady himself almost appeared in a film adaptation of Grand Theft Auto. As reported by Eurogamer, Eminem almost starred in a Grand Theft Auto film before Rockstar Games president Sam Hauser turned the idea down. The conversation came up during a podcast, Bugsy Malone's Greatest Game. I wish I knew how we could get, like, all this stuff breaks on podcasts. How do we get that to break on our podcast? Where the Tatila rapper interviewed game developer Kirk Ewing about Grand Theft Auto. Ewing recalled the late night pitch process with Hauser about the potential movie adaptation. This was just after three released, Ewing said. And I think at that point, it was still in Sam's mind that it might be something they wanted to do. I'm glad that B Rabbit did not star in a Grand Theft Auto movie. Why, why are you glad about that? Because. You don't think he's a good actor? I think you should get closer to your mic if you want to talk to me, sir. Sorry, I was getting a drink from my fridge. You don't Amateur. think he's a good actor? I do. Like, I liked Eight Mile, but what else has he really been in? Like, he he had a he's cameo. very selective. He had a cameo in the uh, the interview. And what else has he really been in? He was in another Adam a- Sandler movie. What? Um, he's yeah, been what attached to a lot of things, but he turns down. He was a in lot Funny of People. Stuff. Was he? Yeah. I think I think that this would fit him. Like, you don't want to see him like grabbing somebody from their car, carjacking them, and beating no. up a hooker and stealing their money after he no. has sex with them and stuff. No, that's all right. <laughs> no, I, I was watching some music videos for that. Uh, moving on here. Uh, God of War Ragnarok, which just came out last Friday and is an amazing game. I'm having a great time playing it. Um, Created new records for the franchise through first day sales. God of War Ragnarok day one sales were higher than full week launch sales for any other title in the franchise. It is well on its way to becoming the biggest God of War title ever. On top of that, 55% of sales from PlayStation 5 consoles in this week have come through the God of War Ragnarok PlayStation 5 bundle. You're not playing God of War Ragnarok, and you've got a PlayStation Five. You should get on that because that game is phenomenal so far. Moving on to release today. If you're a Nintendo Switch fan, you got any Pokemon fans in your life? Pokemon Scarlet and Violet dropped today. What's different about all these games that they bring out? Just different characters, uh, different Pokemon. Uh, this one actually is a new system. It's more open world. Um, it brought in a new battling system to this one. Um, so this is like the most changed version of the classic Pokemon game that has dropped. Hey, I know that we jumped off the Eminem thing, but did you see who they wanted to direct that movie? Who? The director of Top Gun. Oh. Tony Scott. And that's all we got for the video game news. Uh, yeah, it is game. Of the, it did get game of the year nominations too. But does anybody really care about the game awards anymore? I don't think so. Uh, no, it's kind of like a little, like, hey, you should check feather out this game. Cap, oh, yeah. also, it, well, yeah, it's the feather in the cap type thing. Max says, as far as gaming is concerned, God of War Ragnarok is awesome so far. I'm about halfway through. So good. I agree. The very dapper picture of you there, Max, too. 
cannot make that game for PS4. What, what's JP, that, JP? I, We can't hear anything you're saying. Can you hear me now? You're no, super you're low. Quiet. You're kind of freezing up too. All right. Well, we'll hear JP's. They didn't make the game for back. PS4 because it, they're trying to focus on that next gen. It's a next gen title, just like. Um, well, I think actually, I think. Uh, yeah. What fucking game am I thinking of? Um, Horizon was on PS4 and 5, but You're I think God of War was that a lot more too. just a PS5 title. They want that You're next gen title. You're going to be seeing that more and more as PS5 consoles and Xbox One consoles become... Well, Xbox One, I don't think you're going to have that issue. Right? No, because the, Series the X. 1X and the Series X play the same games, so... It's yeah, just, it's just one has higher hardware capabilities. Yeah. But, Which I feel is where PlayStation missed the boat. They're so scared about doing backwards capability that... Yeah. But we have no ish this week, so we have no trekking with ish. Uh is it on PS4 as well, Sent Max? I didn't think it was. I thought it was only PS5. Oddly interesting, Hartman says. <laughs> I don't you guys care. Hear me now? Yes. Yeah, we can hear you. All right. Sorry, my AirPods died. What were you saying about God of War now? Uh I, I just asked if P- if it was on PS4 because I don't have a PS5. Let's see. Let's see if it is. I don't game that much anymore, so it's not a big deal, but I was just curious. I actually uh, bought a bunch of PS3 games at a auction and then didn't realize and realized that they were not retro. You couldn't play them on a PS4. Like PS4 is the only one that you can't go and play any other system games with it. Well, the PS5, you can't play PS3. Yes, God of War Ragnarok is on PS4 as well. But can a you PS4 games three games on the PS5? No, it, it kind of pisses me off because I have stacks of PS3 games, and my PS3 no longer works. Games that I don't want to get rid of, but if you want to play those games, you got to buy them through the PlayStation Store, like digitally. Oh, but Xbox yeah. is a hundred percent backwards compatible, right, Matt? Um, certain games. But they've Certain got a original lot of, Xbox games, right? They've got a lot of stuff in the um there's gaming service now. Um that the game, game pass. pass. So like they've got most of their older games there and you can play it that way. Yeah. So Xbox has been a lot more kind when it comes to backwards compatibility. And then Nintendo, if you buy their online service, you get to play N sixty four Super Nintendo and Nintendo games. Yep. Nice. But not all yeah, of you them. Get a- but you got to buy the online service. It's just, it's there's yeah, it's super cheap, it's like twenty bucks a year. Yeah, Nintendo's oh, super And then cheap. for the N sixty four, it's like an extra charge of ten bucks a year or something like that. So it works out to like thirty bucks or twenty five bucks or something. Because it it comes with other stuff too. The extra charge, you just get that as like a free gift. But I don't, I forget what it is, but it's like it's like Nintendo Online Plus or something like that. Ah, damn, we lost JP again. JP bailed. All right, well, let's go ahead and get into review. I know you've been anticipating it. Review time. Our ability to review shows.
Don't be a dick. Silence your cell phones. All right. Here's the time of the show where I'm just going to let uh, Lance and Are we JD going in spoiler mode? Go spoiler, Can we go spoiler? Go spoiler or ham on this movie because I haven't seen it yet, and I don't know when I'm going to get to see it, so uh, I don't care. So Ish had a lot of negative things to say about this movie, which kind of bummed me out because it's the first time I went to a movie – a Marvel movie since Spider-Man where I kind of was like smiling ear to ear hmm. for the majority of the movie. JP, do you not agree? I look forward to this movie and I, I did enjoy it, but it was not my, it would be my top three in phase four, but not my top five out of all Marvel movies. Put it that way. Yeah. I, I would say it's probably the second best movie for me of this phase next to Spider-Man. Yeah. Probably. But so the, the story, the story, hap- I mean, you guys all know the synopsis of this movie. I mean, Black Panther has died. Uh, he, he, he dies from an off screen illness. Uh, it does kind of time jump a little bit, doesn't it? Like a year later. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. So the beginning of the movie sh- talks about him. it's Shuri trying to save um, T'Challa. Uh, she's unable to, obviously. Um, they go to the funeral and then it jumps a year forward. So there's already a little bit of a time jump in this. Um, and it gives you some backstory for Namor. So Namor is 600 years old or something like that. He was in the time before the uh, Spanish conquered. Uh, the the americas right um and started enslaving his people they basically take a form of the flower that um you know that that's affected with uh vibranium to give them the ability to breathe underwater and namor's mom who takes this flower or whatever this drink gains the ability to breathe underwater but is also pregnant with Namor, and that's essentially what gives him, like, mutates him, essentially. And he's born with his winged feet and and everything. And because he because of his mutation, he's able to live a lot longer than the rest of his people, right? JP, correct me if I'm wrong at any point. I, you're right. I think his sister and the other guy, whoever the other guy, the bigger guy was, he they live as long as he does. Do they? But I think they all any. But he lives the longest, right? Because I remember them saying something like that in the movie when he's talking to Shuri. Right, but I think his sister, is it Namorita or Namora? Is it Namorita or Namora? Mm. She's still alive, so she's got to be, unless she, you know, she's got to be as old as he is the other guy too. But the the majority of it, that's what gave him the ability to live as long as they do. But he's the only one that can live out of, breathe out of water and in water. His sister can't. Right, they have to have special devices over their noses. And what I, so what's kind of crazy is I didn't realize towards the end of the movie that they're only blue when they're out of the water. Right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Towards like there was probably like fifteen minutes left of the movie, and I'm like, oh shit, they're they're normal human color underwater. <laughs> what's up with that? And, and I, yeah, yeah, I noticed that too. I, I didn't like their uh, their underwater world, and that's something we can get into later on. But yeah, so go well, ahead. I. Their underwater world was a bit confusing. So basically, Namor uh, captures Shuri as well as Riri, Riri Williams, which that name is going to have me stumbling every time I try to say it. 
they capture them because Riri Williams has developed a device that senses vibranium. Um, and what in the beginning of the movie, they have a very brief appearance from Lake Bell, who I absolutely love, Lake Bell. Um, what a name. She is a scientist. They're trying to mine vibranium in the water. The Namor people. What's the name of their people? It starts with a T. I don't remember. Uh, they have some name. It's not Atlanteans. What is it? Telecans. Yes. Telecans. Yep. So uh, they uh, go and basically kill all these scientists that are trying to steal vibranium. And what this does is this, this device that senses vibranium uh, scares the, these Namor's people so much to the fact that they think that now they have to come out from hiding and defend themselves and kill everybody before they enslave their people again, because that's Namor's whole thing. When he finally, when his mother dies as a child and he goes to bury her in her homeland, he sees that his people, that the people that he's ancestor of are enslaved by the Spanish. I'm assuming it's the Spanish. Yep. They come in there and conquistadors. Conquistadors. Yeah. They're enslaved. And so he's so worried about being enslaved. Um, so they find out they they find out they have this device that's going to bring the, the surface people closer to their people and they're worried. So they say, okay, well, we're just going to bite first, go to the Condens and say, Hey, uh, if you don't fight with us and we're going to beat you up too, um, and you need to find us a scientist or I'm going to come back here and kill all you. Right. And Shuri and, uh, Michonne, Clear. which I can't thank you. <laughs> she's Michonne <laughs> to me always. Uh, they go find Riri Williams. Once they find out she's the one that developed the device, realize she's just a girl and decide, hey, we're going to bring her back to Wakanda so we can protect her. And basically they are they are uh, stopped by Namor's people who then steal Shuri and Riri Ironheart, for those who don't know. And then Nakia is propositioned by King Ramonda to go and save Shuri. And she goes and saves both Shuri and Riri Williams. And uh, that pisses off Namor. And then Namor, Namor, they kill one of Namor's people while they're saving Shuri. And then Namor goes on a full-on attack on Wakanda. And that's basically where all the conflict is. And by the end of the movie, if you don't know, Shuri beats Namor and but in that battle, when he goes after Wakanda, he kills the queen. <clears throat> yeah. Kills King Ramonda, who is dies saving Riri Williams. Correct. Yep. <clears throat> so sacrifices her life. So then Shuri has a lot of stuff that she has to go through. And she's like pissed off that this guy killed her mother and decides, Hey, I'm going to become black Panther uh and goes to the afterlife what do they call it the astral plane right is that what they call yep. it yep and sees none other than killmonger there and uh killmonger says hey you're more like me than you know you're doing this for revenge you're less like your brother than you think you are um you know it's okay to do this for revenge blah 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 so basically kind of corrupting her a little bit and by the end of the movie she beats namor by drying him out, right? Because they find out that he basically soaks oxygen through his skin, and by drying him out, that's where he gets his power, so they can they can defeat him that way. Kills him and says, hey, or not kills him, but defeats him and says, hey, bend the knee, and uh, 
now that I beat like do you yield and you're gonna be of my service now. So basically their people are kind of Wakanda's little bitches bitch. at this point. Bitch. <laughs> yeah. To which Namor says, okay, and then says, Hey, this is exactly where we want them to be because now if anybody attacks us, we're gonna have the Wakandans there to protect us, which was his whole motivation from day one is that he wanted the Wakandans and his people to team up to defeat the rest of the surface world since they're the only two countries if you will that have vibranium right yep <clears throat> so is that a pretty good synopsis that was a very good synopsis all right I, I pretty just good for me Tuesday only seeing the movie once in three hours <laughs> yeah i don't remember i didn't remember all that's so a good job all right so basically there there's one big issue i have with this movie and that is riri williams i feel like Every time she opened, I feel like they could have done a lot better finding a good actress to play her. Did did you feel like every time she opened her mouth, it was just kind of like not believable? <laughs> yeah, I didn't. Uh, I, I I I never read the comics with her in it, but from what I understand, she, she was more of a brainiac like Tony Stark, and not she sounded differently than how she was portrayed in the movie. Yeah, know. and they, I mean, they do a good job of. Uh, I mean, she's a student at MIT. Like they do, and she's only seventeen or something like that. Like she's a young kid at MIT, so they do a good job of <laughs> of making you believe that she's a genius. My problem is that her line delivery was just so wooden, and and I don't know if we have to listen to a whole like because there's a TV show Ironheart's coming out here soon. If we have to listen to a whole TV show of her delivering lines like that. Yeah, I'm kinda... not too hopeful that she's probably the main part of the movie that I kind of cringed a little bit every time she spoke. But yeah, a lot of the issues I have or a lot of the things that I liked are things that people had issues with. I liked Shuri as Black Panther. I thought she was very good, uh, considering that we don't get Chadwick Boseman. To me, she seemed logical um, as especially when you see the mid credit scene and understand why Nakia cannot be Black Panther because she's basically with child, I guess. Not right. not pregnant, but she's, she's got a child. kid. Yeah, who turns out to be T'Challa's son. Um, T2. T2, yeah. So it basically setting him up to be part of the Young Avengers eventually because he's a young kid, so he's going to probably fight alongside Kate Bishop and... Uh, the Ant Man girl, Casey Lang, I think Cassie Lang, yes. is her name. Uh, they're they're setting up a whole Young Avengers thing, so that's kind of their goal. That's what I was trying to say earlier in the show before you were on JP. I was saying, I think that Young T'Challa was always part of the plot because I don't know if you knew this, but Ryan Coogler delivered a script to Chadwick Boseman two weeks or three weeks before he died of the original draft of black panther obviously after he died they had to change it all because they had no idea that he was sick and i think the original plot of that movie at least it makes sense to me was that he was going to find out that he had a child with nakia because this child was born right before the blip right um which is why he's six in this movie so he's born right before the blip and i feel like he was going to find out that he had a child and then start kind of like, you know, grooming him. 
grooming him to become the next grooming sounds like such a bad word but yes oh, essentially that is manscaping, yeah manscaping. manscaping him yeah grooming him sounds like you're grooming him for like nefarious stuff <laughs> you know because grooming is has like a negative connotation to it now um but grooming him to become the next black panther i feel like that was always going to be part of the original story man the way your that... son to take over and be <laughs> black panther. but he uh Essentially, they kind of fit that of where, hey, we're hiding this boy. No one knows about him. Queen Ramonda met him before she died. But at the end of the movie, she introduces the son to Shuri. And that's kind of the explanation of why Nakia was away for so long. Because she's living in Haiti, uh, Haiti, which I did not know that some people pronounce it Haiti. I did not know that. Throw me off through the whole movie. (laughs) I thought it was Haiti. Um, But... uh, the movie is long, but I kind of enjoyed that it was long because I felt like it, like any time that there was moments of um, like emotional moments that you were able to hang on to those a little bit longer, but I've done most of the talking JP. So I want to hear your thoughts on it. I, you know, start to finish. I enjoyed the movie itself overall. Again, like I said, it was not one of my favorite it was a top three of my of phase four was not a favorite of mine overall. Um, my favorite part of the movie was Namor. I was not a fan of Namor back in the nineties. I always thought he looked for ish, uh, ish purposes tonight. I always thought he looked like Spock with a speedo wearing a speedo because he Ew. had the pointed ears. Namor. Namor. He like, yeah, he looked like Spock with, uh, with speedo on. I liked his look. I liked I thought... look in the movie. I had no problem with the, with the change. I thought it was, I like the idea of changing the Atlanteans to the Telecans because, you know, you kind of have the, the Wakanda being the, you know, cultural significance, and you have the Telecans being some cultural significance as well. So I thought that was cool because Atlantean is just a fake, um, you know, fake, fake culture. So I yeah. thought that was neat. I and and it was it was too mirroring of Aquaman. So you, I think you they, know, they had to do change. everything they could to separate themselves from Aquaman. And it was, and I thought that was a great idea. I thought it fit. I liked to play Namor. I liked, um, you know, he looked comic accurate uh, for the most part, except for like the nose ring and stuff like that. But I, it, that didn't bother me at all. I thought he played that role well. He was like Namor is villainous and a good guy at the same time. He kind of has that dual role. Um, I, you know, so I, I liked his entrance in, in the show. I was looking forward to that. Yeah. Um, I was not looking forward to re or um, Shuri taking over as Black Panther. Though I felt it worked at the time, whenever everything was going, as the movie progressed, when it was time for her to become that role, I thought it, it fit at that point. Um, I didn't think any part of the movie dra- drug on at all. Um, you know, overall, I thought it was a, a good movie. Um, you know, there's some some parts of it that could have been condensed. You know, condense a little bit or had it been Chadwick Boseman uh, in the movie would have probably been a much more much of a favorite movie of mine than what it ended up being. Right. So you I, put th- I think they Bowman had the cards and- stacked against them. Like they, oh, yeah. they had to write so much into this movie to overcome the loss of Chadwick that it needed to be long, but not that I thought that it wasn't ever going to be long. Cause Ch- even when Chadwick Boseman was going to be in it, it had the potential to be a long movie because they see Black Panther as kind of one of their main tent poles. Yeah. Right. No, they because definitely... of the cultural significance of this character. Right. 
but I always thought it was going to be a long movie, but I think that this one, they had so much to fit in and they executed, they explained his absence so brilliantly, right? Like they did a good job of explaining what happened to the original black Panther. Would you agree? Oh yeah. I thought that would, the beginning was great. I thought I was like, how are they going to, how are they going to make it like what happened to him? And, and again, he's, he's black Panther. He's invincible, but he died of some, disease that we don't really know anything about but it was i thought it was very touching how they did it and that beginning scene and how they fast forward a year and the grieving part of it i thought that was all really good so i think it was a great um what would you call it a great um memorial for for bo bozeman so i I liked it i like the part part. i liked the most about that was the fact that they show like chadwick or Black Panther's off screen, obviously dying because Shuri's in her lab trying to find a cure, constantly checking on his heart rate and his and everything. And the fact that she wasn't able to save him, and they get so angry at the fact that she's not able to save him. She's like, What I think at some point in the movie, she says, What good is all this intelligence and all these tools that I have at my disposal if you know the gods that be or whatever were not did not allow me to save my brother. So she has this hatred towards the world right. because she feels like, and I think at some point she's a little bit upset with, with T'Challa as well, because T'Challa waited so long to tell her that she, he was sick too. So I think mm. that for the most of the movie, she's grappling with this kind of, she's kind of emo essentially. She's grappling with this hatred that she has for the world, which is why Killmonger's uh, who shows up presence later makes a lot of sense because she kind of sees that oh wait I kind of have these same emotions as what Killmonger had. Well, right? think of it. She lost her dad, her brother, and her mother. Yeah, so she gets really angry at everything, you know, and which makes her rise as Black Panther even more more special because she kind of overcomes a lot of that hatred through that journey which the actual black panther part like when she finally becomes black panther i feel like the movie runs very quickly at that point right all of a sudden she's and then the big fight at the end so it goes takes a while to get it to that point i thought we'd see it sooner yeah and then yeah it takes a while to get to that but it's understandable why it takes so long to get to that like not at no point was i like oh damn when is she gonna become black panther uh I didn't really, I didn't know that she was going to become Black Panther because it wasn't clear in the show until she made the uh, the herbs. It wasn't clear who would be that person. Yeah, I I think I kind of always knew. I mean, look at this poster right here. Who's front look and at, center? Right. We look at yeah. We look at the poster. You look at some of the um, uh, what do you call it? The, the trailer. It looked like a woman. So I don't know if it was a, not a Koye, but Nakia, right? Nakia, the mother of uh, T2. Is it Nakia? Who's the woman from Nope? Or not from Nope. Uh, from uh, yeah, Nakia. Nakia. I, th- I thought it could be her, too. So it wasn't yeah, clear I, who it was At one going point, I was starting school. to think it could be her, but I quickly figured out, oh, it's not going to be her. When she wasn't there and she kind of, like, stepped away from Wakanda, you know, I kind of already knew, like, so when it first shows her in Haiti and Queen Ramonda goes to see her and Queen Ramonda knows exactly where she's at, 
I was kind of like, oh, she she's away for something other than she just doesn't want to be where her lover was. Like I I saw the writing on the wall that she had a kid. And as soon as I figured out that she had a kid, that's why that mid credit scene was not a huge surprise to me when it finally right. came about. I was hoping, but yeah. when when I figured out she had a kid, I said, oh, there's no way she's going to be Black Panther if she has a kid. Because what mother is going to put themselves in life or death situations constantly like that? True. Unless and Black Panther to has to be royalty too, right? So the only logical things were M'Baku or Shuri. Yeah. Doesn't Black was... Panther have to be royalty? Um, of royal I, I, descent of some kind? I think so. You know, but they didn't have a Black Panther since T'Challa died, so it wasn't like anyone fit the role. They were just weren't going to have one. So I don't know if someone was going to step in just because somebody had to to save Wakanda from the Telokans. So I, I that's why I was wondering if it was going to get up to that point where someone just had to step in and put the armor on and go. And it that's not what happened. But I, you know, I I kind of had thoughts around that. Yeah, I. I thought that that rose was was or the flower, the vibranium flower or whatever that they eat to become Black Panther. I thought that that had some cultural significance to the Wakandans that it was only available for royalty. Because in my mind, I'm like, hell, your whole country is under attack. Why don't you all just take the freaking flower and all become right. Black Panther? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Right? Why are you making new suits for Michonne? And the the other Koye. lady that looks like Chris Bosch. Koye. Her name eight. is Okoye. <laughs> I know. She's always going to be Michonne. I can't remember for some reason Okoye. But I remember Michonne. Uh, why are you making them these new like Power Rangers looking suits? And you got M'Baku here who's like tough as nails. You got all these people. Why not just feed them all the flower and make them all Black Panther suits? They have a whole team of Black Panthers. So there's got to be some reason for that. Well, I mean, put it this way: if if uh, um, Nakia was the girlfriend or the whatever of T'Challa, why couldn't she do it? She's you know she's not royalty, but she's she would have been, I guess. So I don't know. I don't know if it's that you know who knows what if that's the exact reason. But I would have thought give it to Mbaku because he was a badass. Almost got his chest caved in when he got punched and everything. He's awesome, dude. <laughs> I was like, I want to see a show of just dead. him. Well, and here's here's the thing I wanted to uh, anyone of royalty can step in like like that black guy who he's talking about in Baku. Uh, but he says the flower can kill you, too. But I mean, Killmonger mm. took it pretty easy. T'Challa took it twice. Shuri took it. So, so far, the death count of that flower, not too high. Yeah. <laughs> so would it not be worth the risk at that point? Yeah, I take it. Help. You just get six of your closest buddies to take it, and if five survive, that's better than one Black Panther. <laughs> that's right. Hell, see what happens. You need just one of them. See, I, I just thought they were going to try to – I was hoping they were going to make the new Black Panther come from this movie, right? So whoever was going to take the mantle over from now, I thought you'd see them full suit in this. And, and sure, he still could. I just don't think she's long live in that role. And the, Well, and, and the I think they is... want to get off the Letitia Wright train. I think Disney wants to get off that train. Yeah, she caused, she caused them either. a lot of issues during this movie. So I think one more movie as her as Black Panther, and then and then you're going to start seeing T2. young T'Challa become part of the Young Avengers. And that's, and that's fine. I just was hoping you would see somebody 
I don't know. I was hoping I was hoping for other things in this movie that that didn't come to fruition. So I hope for a doom connection somewhere in this movie. Um, I, I was happy with the Namor stuff and the more, however you pronounce it. And I was hoping to see whoever was going to be the Black Panther that was. And again, in Secret Wars, Black Panther is supposed to be significant. Correct. In the, in the Secret Wars 2015, he's supposed to be significant. So I was hoping whoever they were going was going to come from this movie would be the person that would be in Secret Wars. Yeah, but they're going to have a lot of characters that they have right now that are in Secret Wars that are not significant in Secret Wars, right, Matt? We'll say that again. Aren't they going to have some characters that are that have moved that are in the MCU right now? Some characters that are not significant in Secret Wars. In yeah, the I mean, comics. I, yeah. Correct. I mean, I mean, again, Endgame and Infinity Wars. It, it, you know, Adam Warlock was was the guy who got the gauntlet, or and that didn't work out that way. So I guess you can change it, but I was just hoping with that storyline. I mean, they changed it in Civil War. Black Panther kind of took the mantle of of what Spider Man did in the comics. I didn't know that. I didn't read the Civil War, but again, and what what do you mean as far as like? Well, they went and put Black Panther in Civil War because they didn't have access to Spider-Man at the time. They didn't get access to Spider-Man till till halfway through the script, I guess, or something. So Spider-Man was kind of pigeonholed into their movie to because of that Sony deal. Black Panther was never was never played that role in the original Civil War comic. Yeah, you can always change that kind of stuff up. Yeah, but yeah. the Civil War movie is loosely based on the well, it's hardly based on, I feel like. We've very, had this argument loosely, before about Civil yeah. War to the comic. Civil War is like one of my favorite books. I love that book. Take it but, easy, Eric. But uh, Black Panther, what I read about when they were filming this movie is Black Panther was kind of put in that to take up that role, what Spider-Man does in the comics. I think at the end of Civil War, doesn't he say he's going to open Wakanda to everyone or something? Yeah. Which is kind of like Spider-Man's reveal of, hey, I'm Spider-Man. No, isn't that at the end of the first Black Panther movie where he says that is they're going to open the borders of Wakanda and he start like their, yeah. Outreach program. Outreach program, yeah. Does he does he make himself known that he is Black Panther at the end of Civil War? Uh, I think they knew it's been a while already. since I've seen that movie because I don't I don't much care for that movie. For Civil War? Yeah, but I made the mistake of reading the book before I watched that movie. Mm. Like right before I watched that movie, Spider-Man was significant to that story not just because he he unmasked, but because he really was the only character that played both sides. Which Black Panther eventually does, but really the character in that that plays both sides is Black Widow. Right. Yep. Yeah. But again, they go back and they make changes to fit the the movies because the MCU and the comic universe are different. So, if Black Panther isn't in Secret Wars, that's fine. But I just really the only the only thread from the Civil War comics is the what the Sokovia Accords, aka the Human Superhero Registration Act. Yeah, in the, the comics, that's it, like the only real thread because the events of Civil War were so much more significant, and they involved the Fantastic Four, X Men, everybody. 
They literally Namor. shot Hulk into Namor space. Namor plays a big role in that. They literally shot Hulk into space, so neither side could use him. So it was very, <laughs> very, 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 very watered down version of the events of that actual comic event. Yeah, they don't even address the fact that like Hulk's not there until Ragnarok. Like Hulk Thanks. and Thor Perfect. are just not there. <laughs> And then Ragnarok comes out and turns out Hulk's on another planet. Well, and that's what kicks off like Planet Hulk, World War Hulk, Hulk those storylines is his time in space during Civil War. Yeah, there's quite a few characters that are significant in the Civil War comic that aren't in the movie, like Black Bolt, Namor, Mr. Yeah. Fantastic, like that whole Illuminati. Then at one point, doesn't Captain America gets killed? Right? Or is yeah, it he gets or the Punisher after. that gets killed? No, Captain America gets shot in the throat. And then Punisher brings him in, right? His dead body? Right after uh the events of Civil War, he uh gets shot Captain America gets shot in the throat, and that's when Bucky Barnes takes up the mantle of Captain America, and then Steve Rogers comes back. And becomes and Nova become, he becomes Captain America again. He oh, does, yeah, that's right. Nova's not in that. No, he does time as Steve Rogers, and then he does time as um, a couple other. Same character, but go by a different name. And then, Yeah, it's 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 in name only, essentially. Civil then War. he loses the Super Soldier Serum, and then Sam Wilson takes over, and yeah. So. But... I don't know. I like this movie, man. Like, I thought it was a good addition. I, I thought it kind of took the bad taste of She-Hulk <laughs> and those other things that we've been complaining about out of my mouth. Like, I thought it was kind of a return to form a little bit for Marvel. But right now, as Phase 4 stands, and, and someone earlier said, uh, someone earlier said uh, that they liked... Hawkeye, WandaVision, Doc Strange, and Loki. But was WandaVision considered Phase 4? Yeah. Yes. All those were? Yes. So I, I'm putting it second as far as movies are concerned. I would put Doctor Strange above this one. So Marvel's Phase 4 starts is... with WandaVision. Wanda, yeah, starts WandaVision, Falcon, Winter Soldier, Loki, Black Widow, Shang-Chi, Eternals, Spider-Man, Thor, Love and Thunder, Multiverse of Madness, um, Black Panther, and then Black Panther, and then of course, um, Miss Marvel, Hawkeye, and What If, and then rounds out with. So I would, I would put Spider-Man. Shang-Chi, and then probably a tie for third with Doctor Strange and Wakanda Forever. That's how I put the movies. The TV shows are different. You can separate I liked those. I like Shang-Chi, but I definitely like Doctor Strange more. And hey, I like well, Wakanda Forever name better than Shang-Chi. It's Shang-Chi. Shang-Chi. Nope. It's yes. Shang-Chi. No. Yes, the actual it actor not keeps Shang saying Chi. Shang-Chi, so I keep checking myself. Oh. It's not Shang-Chi. Sure. And his name in the movie is Sean, and and it's a derivative of Shang. No, I'm telling you, dude. No, <laughs> it's all right. I'm telling you, it's all right. 
Right. See, people agree with me, Max. Nice. Yeah, but Max did not like Sam Raimi's take on Doctor Strange, and I loved that. I he liked it. Not. Yeah, Matt, you didn't it like it. I was happy to see him back. No. Like Sam, Sam Raimi, it was very honestly. Was very I much feel like it was a Sam Raimi movie. Other than Spider Man and Shang Chi, I feel like the other movies of I can't count what kind of forever yet because I haven't seen it. But I think that speaks volumes to me, though. Like I have to see every Marvel movie the night it comes out. Otherwise, like I'm like, oh my god, I don't know what I'm gonna do, and I still haven't seen wakanda forever and i really don't have an interest like to rush out and see it well you got to see black adam first then you can see i've seen black adam oh you did yeah i saw black (laughs) adam boycotting that one too yeah no i ended up seeing black adam oh yeah um, well this will take the bad taste of black adam out of your mouth um i don't know just everything i've seen max you like dr strange but you did not like it near as much as i did everything i've seen about this movie man it just looks like it's like just so slow and boring it is it, very it long. It might not be your kind boring. of movie. It wasn't boring. I'll tell you that. The I didn't love the movie, scenes, but it was not boring. Ish was complaining about the CGI, and I thought it was the best no, CGI. I didn't Marvel's like the way since since Spider Man. <laughs> I didn't like the way Namor flew, but in the in the credits in the I trailer, it didn't it. look. I didn't like it in the trailer, but in the movie, it looked good. So I was like, like when oh, he's, he's kind of jumping, stupid. like he's like yeah. leaping through the air. Oh, dude, I thought it was so fucking. Yeah, awesome. I thought it looked good, but I thought in the trailer, I was like, oh, this is gonna look stupid. But it actually looked pretty good. So overall, I thought, you know, I thought it was good action-wise. I thought the pace was good. I occasionally looked at my watch, but that's because I was like, well, you know, it's got to be coming to the end soon because I kept checking how much time was left to see, like, when the when the big fight was going to come, was going to happen, that's all. Yeah. What, no, because I was bored just because I want to know where we were in, in the process. So I, my opinion might change. I saw it opening – I saw it right after Matt's wedding. I went the next morning and went and saw it. And it might be this big shiny thing that I saw my first time. And when I see it again, it, I might change my opinion because my boys want to see it. Oh, so it might be your Captain Marvel. Yeah, I was exactly what I was thinking. So <laughs> right now, I loved it. I probably will take a second when I see it again just to see if my opinion changes on this show. I have to say that I was thinking this when I when I watched this movie. The original Star Wars were great, right? Whenever episode one came out, I loved it. But as you go back and watch it, again, Darth Maul was cool, but it kind of it doesn't hold up to the original. I don't think anything that Marvel does will hold up to Endgame. Unless Secret Wars is awesome, I think I think it's Secret really, Wars and King Dynasty have the potential to be huge. I do. I hope. I hope as well because I don't think they can match Endgame, and I I think I'm still waiting for something to match that, and nothing yet has matched Endgame in my opinion. So every movie's kind of a letdown, except for No Way Home was awesome, all right? Because yeah. you got to see all the Spider Men. But and I No think Way no Home movie... was kind of Spider Man's Endgame. You know what I mean? Like yeah. his own yep. little because it was this team up thing. I th- I think that I think that the issue that I think that you're not alone in that JP, but I think that you have to stop comparing it to end because you can't top Endgame every time a new movie comes out, right? Because that's their big like like accumulation, right? Of all these of ten or fifteen years of movies, or how many however many years of movies there was when Endgame came out. 
Secret Wars is what you need to compare to Endgame. These you have to compare to, like this would be in the same vein as Iron Man 2 or Ant-Man and the Wasp, right? Like it's the second movie of Black Panther. You have to like, that's the problem I think Marvel's facing right now. We're like, oh, we've seen the potential of what you could do. We're like, well, no, we save that for the big accumulation of, of everything, right? Like, like they're not going to do that every time because then you're talking about movies that are going to get up to a billion dollars in production costs. Yeah, I agree. Back in the game said Iron Man is what you compare them to. So that's probably that's probably accurate to compare them to that. These they don't compare to Endgame, but again, you said earlier we didn't get an Avengers to end this Phase Four, so this was the end of Phase Four. So this should have been, you know, maybe compared to an Avengers movie, or maybe the first Iron Man. You know that that movie did a lot, but again, the sequel to Iron Man didn't hold up well. So the sequel to Black Panther maybe don't compare it to the original Iron Man. Maybe compare it to Iron Man Two. I don't know, but. Which uh, again, it's light years better than Iron Man 2. <laughs> correct. It was. But it wasn't better than Iron Man. And you even introduced see, a new Iron Man. You introduced you a new Iron, Iron Man, Man to this though. movie, and it wasn't that good. What? When's the last time you watched Iron Man? Uh, I was on FX recently. I love that show. Yeah, it's. I've watched it. I probably watched it like a year ago. And what I realized... I liked it a lot more before I got everything that came after. <laughs> no, no, I still, it still holds I like water it. for me. I, it still holds I, water for me. I like it, but when when you see everything they did after, like it, it just it's kind of a little watered down now. You know what I mean? I don't know. It's like bad. everything in that first phase compared to everything in phase three and phase four. But do you know? Like I it's mean, just I so still, watered down. I could watch. I don't really care for Thor. I could watch. I could watch the um, first Avenger again, Captain America, and I could watch Iron Man over and over again. I thought they were both, you know, rewatchable movies over and over again. They See, were and I like Captain America better than I like Iron Man. I love the first I, Avenger, but I like that war type movies. And Winter Soldier to me is still like Marvel at its best. Oh, I thought that movie drug on. I still like Winter Soldier. Oh, dude, Winter Soldier is so fucking I good, think, dude. I think Winter Soldier is so overhyped, dude. I think everybody overhypes the shit out of that movie. It is I not it. as good as people as you think it is. Honestly, it it's Black. not this perfect movie by any out of, means. Out of all like the standalone movies, that's probably the one I've watched. Like aside from the Avengers movies, because those are the team ups, right? That's probably the movie I've seen the most as far as a rewatch. Well, it, Spider-Man are the ones I've seen the most. But out of those, Winter Soldier is next on that list. Because No Way Home I saw in theaters like seven times. Because my boys wanted to see it. Then Max wanted to see it again. Then fucking my brother wanted to see it. I just ended up going with everybody. But but Winter Soldier, I love fucking Winter Soldier, dude. I don't like I don't like Winter fucking Soldier Winter Soldier. Three times. I like the movie. <laughs> I've seen every I, other Marvel movie so many times. I've only watched Winter Soldier three times. I love the political drama aspect of it. Like I, I fucking love that. Yeah, that was cool. I mean, but Civil War I thought had the same aspects of that. And I thought Civil that was, War sucks balls to me. Hate it. I love the end fight scene with the two of them going at it. Like I just thought that was awesome. Sucks that scene is cool balls. where he has the blast into his shield. That's a cool mm-hmm. scene. 
But as far as the and of course, finally getting to see Spider-Man and he jumps on the car and his eyes are moving and stuff. There's some cool like one-off scenes, but start to finish, Civil War can just fucking. Lancet sucks balls. Light on fire for me. I, I did not like Civil War, and I've gotten in plenty of arguments because for some reason people love that movie. So like Corbin and I got in an argument about it. He loves it. Matt loved it, right, Matt? Which movie? Civil War. Um, love is a strong term. <laughs> I liked it, but I think love is a very strong. I think I've seen that movie maybe twice. I don't know. I just didn't care for it. I could watch, I could watch Iron Man. I could watch First Avenger. I could watch Civil War. I mean, again, I have them. If they're on FX, I'll watch them. If Love and Thunder is on FX, I'm not going to watch that. (laughs) (laughs) I think my problem with Civil, I think my problem with Civil War is that Erico is probably my, the First Avenger was my favorite of Phase One. And Winter Soldier was my favorite of its phase. So, like, as far as a one-two, you know, movie for a character, Iron Man one or uh, Captain America one and Captain America two, and then to come out with Captain America three, which is Civil War, which isn't even a Captain America movie. It's like an Avengers. It's like a Avengers mini movie. Right. Like I wanted a Captain America movie, and that movie doesn't feel like that. No, even though is that the movie with the cool scene where he fights in the elevator? Yes, that seems badass. I like that, that scene. There's some yeah, cool there's scenes of, in it. Of, no, no, that's Winter Soldier. Oh, it's Winter Soldier where he fights yeah. in the elevator. So yeah, see, now you know why fight. I love Winter Soldier. Yeah, that seems see, awesome. It, I don't think it's a bad movie. I mean, it drug on to me in some parts, but again, it was a good. There wasn't very many Marvel movies that they made through phases one through three that I didn't like. Yeah, my. Yeah, I mean, I could count Guardians ones I don't one was, like now. Was cool. Guardians two kind of drug on, but again, I liked it. I mean, See, and I like Guardians two a lot, and a lot of people yeah. shit on that movie. I, there's a most of them through the first three phases were a very rewatchable for me. Yeah, I don't. I don't know, man. I. That's why this whole phase just as how Endgame ended the phase. I was really looking forward to how they were going to go off and then COVID kind of probably messed up a lot of it but then here we have phase four that just in my opinion fell flat and yeah you know nothing good came out of phase four in my opinion I thought except Spider-Man, except Spider-Man and and that didn't even really make any I mean it did a multiverse thing but it it's it, like it you could if they never reference that movie again in the rest of Avengers movies and just kept it in the Sony Marvel timeline it wouldn't make a difference See, I, I don't I think it's necessary. I, well, I without do too. that movie, you don't get Doctor Strange because Doctor Strange kind of starts off from that one. Right, but you could make that standalone and never have to make another, never reference it again, except in the Spider-Man timeline, right? You don't have to bring characters into, a, you can, I mean, but again, it it wasn't like, didn't seem like it, it, it really wanted to go into anything Avengers I, related. I don't think that you've gotten the full effect of what that movie has done yet. Does that make sense? I think that yeah, that mean, movie is necessary for when Secret Wars and things like that happen. Because I, I, I think we're going to get Andrew Garfield and Tobey Maguire again in Secret Wars. Yeah, I, I can see that part of it. So I think you can use that. But if they, if they never did, it wouldn't it wouldn't take anything away from that movie, right? It's it stands fine as it is. Whereas Doctor Strange Eternals doesn't even really at you know I don't know I guess it does. You know they're talking um, about not even doing a sequel to that movie. 
Yeah, I heard that. Yeah, and I don't. I mean, that, Mel Nagiani says he hasn't heard anything. But how, how you're supposed to be going into this whole cosmic phase, and you need that movie? For yeah, but that. I think the cosmic thing is failing because I don't think it Eternals wasn't done was right. not well regarded. Yeah, they didn't do it right. Darth Lopez says Miss Marvel are the best of it. I liked Miss Marvel, but I don't know if Loki was good best. too. Loki was good too. I like Loki. That was, was the best part of. Uh, Phase four, Lopez. I appreciate your confidence. Now, <laughs> <laughs> what's your what out of all the shows? What's your favorite show that they've come out with? In phase four, or just in general, or you mean phase well, WandaVision starts it. And that's phase four. So you're saying shows, not movies. Shows, not movies. Gotcha. See, I'm an oddball. I liked WandaVision a lot. I liked Falcon Winter Soldier. I didn't care for Loki. I didn't like dislike it, but it was kind of like whatever for me. Yeah. Um. Probably Hawkeye, honestly. If I'm being honest, Hawkeye. It's the perfect probably... Christmas show. Yeah, Hawkeye, Hawkeye was, was probably awesome, the... dude. Hawkeye surprised me how good it was. But I think WandaVision's my favorite. I thought Loki was the best one. And then least favorite? Moon Knight. I mean, is it really even a question? What if? <laughs> what if gave us Captain Kata? What if can... Suck donkey dick, dude. <laughs> I think that show. <laughs> I think what if is up there, but I think Moon Knight definitely sucks donkey dick compared to what if. I mean, Moon Knight sucks more than what if. Like, I given the op- the option, I'd watch what if again before I watched. Oh, fuck, no. I, I, dude. You remember how pissed I was when we were talking about what what if every fucking week? Yeah, I hated that fucking show. <laughs> it wasn't. Mi- at least fucking Moon Knight was. It was something that tied you over to summer. Dissect. Yeah, but what if was meant just to be? Moon, what if holds no fucking significance to the timeline whatsoever? But didn't it come out in the summertime, so you didn't have to, you know, get too in, too invested in it. You just had to watch it, and enjoy it. It wasn't like, what's this going to mean? What's you know? Because everything seems to have Easter eggs in it, so. Even though it did, in a sense, because Captain Carter was in uh, Doctor Strange, but still. Yeah, but I don't even it feel like have. it was interesting, dude. I don't even feel like yeah. I was just completely. I don't really bored. get into the only the cartoons. One, I don't care. There's only for the two car- episodes that I liked. T'Challa episode was pretty good, and the Watcher Ultron fight dude. episode. Mm-hmm. The T'Challa episode was only good because the dude died. Honestly, yes. If, if it you holds take some that away from value. it, yeah. But if you take that away from it, it's not that good. Like people praise that episode. Oh, I agree. Only that whole show is not good. But I'm just saying they offered some emotional weight that made it at least watchable. Is what I'm saying. <laughs> like it's not neither of neither of those episodes. When I say good, neither of those episodes will ever get me to rewatch them. I have no desire to rewatch either of those, but I'm saying they were like small bright spots of that show. That's like that's like taking a piece of shit and dusting it off and say, "Oh, here's a shiny part." Here's a nice piece of shit. (laughs) You know what I mean? Like, (laughs) yeah, that show just sucks. Speaking of a nice piece of shit, let's move on from Marvel and talk about. Titans. Are you, either of you watching Titans? I'm no, not. I, I haven't watched episode four, but I'm caught up through three. 
I have not yet seen this, and I think I'm going to go back and start this up. I'm, I'm, trying, to, I'm trying to finish Andor. That's what I'm trying to do. I'm halfway through the new episode that came out uh, yesterday, but I'm so far. I I love Titans. Um, I liked the first three episodes. I like that they're bringing the the White Raven stuff into it. It's uh, it's a good show. I liked it. I think the guy they got playing Dick Grayson was like the perfect casting for him. I I um, there's not really one casting in this show that I don't like. Now, are we going spoilers? Do we want to take off the Wakanda Lobo forever? Lobo, Lobo's not not in this. I don't, I don't know because I don't want to spoil it for JP. He's gonna go watch it in the beginning. That's, a, I mean, but go ahead. That's fine. Go ahead, sure? I still gotta, yeah, I still gotta finish. Like I said, Andor and Cobra Kai before I get to this one. So oh, you still haven't finished Cobra Kai? No. Nah. Uh, Cobra Kai, dude. I watched that all in one night. What up, Ish? Um. I like Andor too. Uh, there's not one casting in this show. Now I'm I'm gonna say a pretty big spoiler here right now. Something that caught me off guard. First or second episode, they introduced Lex Luthor, who I thought was fucking awesome. And then they immediately spoiler kill him. Like I thought he was gonna be like a main plot point of this whole season. They kill him in like episode two. <laughs> Worth it. It was crazy too. Matt, Worth did that catch it. you off guard when they kill him? No, I kind of figured they were going to because it's gonna. I think it's gonna set up. It, you gotta set up something for Connor to be involved in this season. How do you kill off Lex Luthor in these things? Doesn't he? Isn't he like integral to every storyline in DC? Well, it it has to do it's with something. It has to do with like he's trying to basically seek immortality because he's dying, and he makes a deal with the occult, and like they shit goes south, and so they basically off him. So who are the the Titans in this one? You got Nightwing. Who else? Nightwing, Beast Nightwing, Boy, Superboy, Beast Boy, Starfire. Star um, Raven different. and um, Tim Drake, Robin. Is there somebody missing from here? Uh, it would be Red Hood. Mm. Oh, Jason that's Todd. what it is. Red Hood was big. And then um, Hawk and Dove are no longer in here. Yeah, that too. Well, Hawk is dead. I'm still, I'm still gutted about Hawk's death, man. <laughs> still gutted over that one. But he left to go do Reacher, which is a fucking awesome show, so it's okay. But uh, Tim Drake is kind of annoying me a little bit. Matt, would you agree? He hasn't done anything. That's he's kind like, of the... I, he's want to learn like how to use there. his bow staff, and then, yeah, he's just kind of there. But Nightwing, everybody else in this show... Okay, and can I... T- I texted Max, uh, Max after I was done watching episode three. And you get White Raven. And I was like, dude, I feel kind of like a creeper because I saw her come on screen. I was like, damn, she's hot. And then I looked up her age and she's only 18. Smoke show, bro. She's a smoke show. <laughs> yeah, she's, I don't 18, care if she's dude. Only 18. She's I'm 20 years older than this girl. <laughs> oh, well. <laughs> no, but I kind of thought she was cute the last season, which means that she was under 18 when I thought uh, that. Who cares? Well, it just kind of made me question my morals a little bit. 
But when she comes with the white hair, dude, she's a smoke show in that white hair. More so than the purple hair. Absolutely. Yeah, and then um, Jinx was pretty cool. They introduced Jinx, which we all knew that because they had the uh, costume reveals a, a few months ago. But I think she's going to play a major role in this. And then Nightwing, dude, Dick Grayson, he can kick some ass, dude. More so than I remember him doing from any other thing I've seen him in. Yeah, I think like when he takes on those elves, Matt. Mm-hmm. I don't know. It's a good show. JP, you should watch it. I'm probably going to watch episode four after my wife falls asleep tonight. I definitely saw that. I didn't realize this. I thought they had cut all the, all the DC stuff out. I thought they were like slowly killing off every show. So I wasn't going to get invested in it, but it definitely probably should. Well, it's probably going to end after this season. I can pretty much guarantee it because David Zaslav or whatever the fuck his name is, just canceling everything, whether it has good ratings or not. So Batman, the Cape Crusader, that animated show that they had that had really good ratings and really good audience numbers, he canceled that. It's getting shopped to different networks. The guy's just trying to cut everything. He just canceled Stargirl, which had decent, as far as all the CW shows are considered, it had decent ratings. Um, Probably going to see Lois and Clark go, so... The only one that I think is safe at this point is Peacemaker and the Penguin show that they're doing, I think. Yeah, I think you need to get one. They need to get one universe in here and try to take the good stuff out of it and, and then move forward. Because kind of look at Marvel. They kind of brought back other, you know, they brought some people back for fan service and whatnot. That, you know, Logan, uh, you know, um, what's his name? I don't know if he played Wolverine. Deadpool. No, the uh, huge, huge, jack, huge jacked man, huge jack oh, man, yeah. and Reed Richards and all that. You know, the so bring them back in and, and the ones that were. Well, they haven't brought. In, this is a new Reed Richards that they have. The, uh, well, that's what I heard. I don't. Did they cast already? But, but my point is, they gave the fan service for those reasons, so that worked to get people in the seats. Take these ones that are working on the DC, uh, the DC movies and shows, and and catapult them forward because you know that's how you're going to keep the fans involved because you keep changing things up it just gets aggravating to me i i agree but i think there's one thing that we're not thinking of when we talk about how they brought in all those characters into the marvel universe is kevin feige has been a producer on most of those properties kevin feige was a producer on all sam raimi spider-man movies he was a producer on the first on the two Amer- amazing spider-man movies in fact they sent him the script for both of the Andrew Garfield movies and he kind of like fixed things hmm. with them. Uh, so he's been involved. This is a totally new regime over here. There's no, as far as the people running the show now, there's no affinity for those older characters that, that we have affinity for. So like we want somebody obscure, like um, I don't know, like, Grant Gustin to be pulled in or something like that. I'm yeah, just pulling a, a weird. Yeah, they have no. The they have no. They have no affinity towards that. Kevin Feige does. So well, I think that's, that's the big difference. Is well, you're think just going to see a lot of this stuff go and get recast. And I'd be fine with that too, if they're going to start fresh and not. And again, this Flash movie has uh, 
you know, Michael Keaton in it. It has uh, Ezra Miller, who they want to get rid of. They're they're talking about bringing Affleck into the Aquaman movie. Well, you know, then they already not did. recast. They, so it's not recast. So you just it's dragging on. Yeah, but that is a universe that's on. Like I think all these auxiliary properties, like Titans, Doom Patrol, all the CW stuff. So so Ish Star Girl started on HBO Max. And then went to CW, but also simultaneously. I thought it started it, on the DC. Um, oh, yeah, DC yeah, yeah. It, but it started on the HBO thing. It did not start on CW is the point I was trying to make. Aflac. <laughs> um, Stargirl has been confirmed canceled. Like the, this season, the creator said that they closed this season to make it like a firm ending. Um, it's not coming back. The Lois and Clark thing, I don't know what's going on that because that's actually doing much better than all the other shows. I think Lois and Clark has better ratings than Titans. Even well, think, think of this: you had you have all these different Superman, all these different Batman men, whatever. It, it, you know, they Foggy was able to bring the Spider-Man into one world and make it cohesive in a sense, and I think that. Crisis on Infinite Earth was supposed to do this that, but it was on a TV show, so it didn't have the same weight that a movie would have. I don't think so. Th- there's too many, uh, too many uh, chefs running around the kitchen here, in my opinion. So just well, that's why they hired it. James Gunn. James Gunn's going to be the, and Peter Safran. They're going to be the architects. Jeff Johns is gone. Walter Hamada is gone. Uh, all these people that were involved in those old properties are gone. So. James Gunn and Peter Safran, they've been brought in to continue what they now call the DCU instead of the DCEU. They're going to continue it. You're going to see all Jeff John's properties go. You're going to see all of Hamada's properties get rebooted or or whatever. I mean, even Aquaman, they're talking about rebooting a lot of it. And they're going to have to. It kind of, you kind of have to ignore everything that happened before except for the suicide squad and peacemaker you got to ignore everything that happened before black adam yeah but then black adam has henry cavill in it and you know what i mean like it still connects to that old time yeah but ish was right about black adam though black adam's gonna be a flop and they're saying it's probably not even gonna get a sequel did it die off i didn't know what because it died off hard and it it's not even making its budget back really it made its budget back the no it it only cost 120. It is not you, but you got to think of you got to double. You got to double what it costs, right? Because of all the the fucking advertisement for that movie, dude. I bet you they spent that the same budget in advertising that they spent on making. Right now, it's three hundred and fifty three million. Yeah, it's not. They're calling it a seven hundred million for it to be a huge success. Yeah, they're they're saying that it's probably not even going to sequel. So it's it made it's made more it's made more than Oh never mind excuse me Aquaman made that it domestically Aquaman made a billion dollars right Yeah with um globally globally yes thank you I don't think it's a flop no, it wasn't. It wasn't a flop. Black Adam yeah. costs 195 million. 100 went to the rock. <laughs> it's just saying they need to make 800 million worldwide just to break even on the movie. 
I don't think I don't that's true you... in the least. Where is he James... getting that? There are a lot of articles. To make it it... Up. There's a lot of articles out there that saying Black Pan the Black Adam 2 is not gonna get a sequel because it's not there it's not gonna make its much its budget back. No, it's gotta make that kind of money to make it look like a huge success. It may it needs make, to grow six hundred and fifty make... million worldwide to break even. Okay, so eight so if it that's breaking even and that's not even Marvel movies do that and Miss Marvel did that or uh Captain Marvel did that and that was nowhere near as much marketing that they put into that movie as they did in the Black Adam. Yeah, because they needed it to do well. Here's what they here's what it, James Gunn's not taking over till twenty twenty three till after Guardians is that Guardians three is done. Well, he's already writing the Bible, though. He's he's come out and said he's writing the DC Bible, is what he's saying. But what they need to do is finish up the stuff they have now, like Titans here, do whatever's left, get it done and out, and then start fresh. In 2023, whenever he takes over, whatever movie <laughs> they make probably will take till 2024, 2025 anyway, but start fresh there. Get Get these, finish these off. Finish them off in some way that leaves it open to bring it in the new universe but doesn't have to right so just finish these shows off so that they end well and then start fresh i i i think don't hold your breath on how titans and doom patrol went what kind of made the same you can't compare it to wakanda forever adam did in over three weeks and wakanda had zero movie stars we always knew that any marvel movie is going to gross more than a dc movie that's just the fact of the matter i mean this was a dc movie with the rock in it this should have done better. I think the only reason it made any money is because The Rock was in it. And well, true. But uh, you know, overall, that was that was that was a good movie. What's his name? Who played uh, Doctor Fate? Did a good job. Hawkman was cool. That was a cool. It was a good movie. It's too bad. And the other reason Black Adam is not performing as well as some of these other things is that it, there's no China release, and most of these global numbers come from China. China is fucking huge when it comes to the global the global uh box office. Yeah. Why aren't they releasing in China again? Um what was the reason there? Was it because they're still in lockdown or something? No. It's um there's something in the storyline. Oh, the uh is it something the Chinese the theaters have banned black adam because they smelled what the rock was cooking <laughs> and it didn't no, smell I didn't find out they they always have something like was whether... there a theme in there somehow in the movie i don't remember it but that's usually what china pushes back on something like that that happened in doctor strange they wouldn't show it in china because of that it's... so apparently pierce brosnan is a dalai lama supporter Oh, that's, that's why. Okay, because it wasn't a Doctor Strange that they wouldn't show it in China because of the two lesbian mothers. Yeah, yeah. Brosnan once wore some Tibetan beads that are associated with the Dalai Lama in an interview. Those are probably anal beads. <laughs> and that's why Black Adam is getting banned in China. I agree, JP. That's dumb. No, they they've done it. Uh, they banned. Uh, didn't they ban Wonder Woman because? Um, because a Gal Gadot is uh, was in the Jewish. Israeli army or something, uh, or what? Or was it Wonder Woman two that didn't play? They ban it for the weirdest things, like 
saying Taiwan is a country. Go ban Taiwan them, number one. <laughs> Taiwan number one. See. But uh, Wakanda will be. I'm sure it will be playing in theaters. But nothing has the cultural significance of what Wakanda Forever has. Like Wakanda Forever, there's a big like there. Even if even if Black Adam did the best that it possibly could, it there was never no, going to touch ain't. Wakanda Forever. Like DC movies don't. I mean, it, Wakanda Forever is 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 Marvel's tentpole movie of the year. Like it's going to do more than Thor. Ten it's going pole. to do more than Doctor Strange. Like, but it wasn't that always good. The that's the thing. It wasn't like a, an outstanding movie. Neither one of them were. So it just. I thought it was. Good. I thought it was great. And my wife, who did not like the first one, liked this. Liked this one a lot. She did not like the first Black Panther. I could watch Black Adam over and over again over Wakanda for. Oh no no no! Wakanda no. never. <laughs> Overall, good. I mean, good 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 writing for how they they cast off Bowman I, Bozeman. I thought that was good. But other than that. But it'll do well. It'll do well. It's just it's significant. Of course movie it will. My my theater was packed. Mine had five people in it. See, there was said Wakanda Forever was boring AF. Yeah, t- completely, hundred percent disagree. Yes, we all know Ty- you're going to get us canceled in China now, ish. Taiwan Taiwan is a country. China refuses to acknowledge that, so they cancel Taiwan, movies in one. in China based on their. So there, what was it? Oh, LeBron had to come out and apologize for saying no, Taiwan is John a country. Cena. John Cena. Was it John Cena? No, it LeBron John too. Cena. No, I don't know about LeBron, but I know for a fact it was John Cena. He, when he's talking about Peacemaker, he said that Taiwan was a country and he had to come back out and like apologize for it. Well, maybe the rock should have come out. So and done China this, so is set to ban China. Black Panther 2 due to queer characters, so they just cancel it. Oh, yeah, everything. there you go. That's right. That, that that kiss on the forehead scene, yeah. Can you see like the tug, like the tug and pull between? So they're trying I don't want to make see no these... tug and pull, all right? <laughs> I don't need trying to, see to make all these pull. movies, they're trying to make all these movies be with the times as far as U.S. is concerned, but yet they're shooting themselves in the foot over in china which usually typically makes more than their domestic gross yeah but china. you gotta make the, you gotta make the movie you want to make and not worry about i mean if it's about the money then make it to to every audience take the gay theme out of it take all these themes out of it and then make the movie that everyone's gonna watch that they can play yeah, but there's no gay theme in wakanda just because there's the same sex character. I, 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 I agree i don't know what the reason is i think it's stupid but i'm i'm saying if you're worried about money then you have to avoid that at all costs because then you're going to get canceled in china and i don't think they should care about it just make the movie they want to make yeah you know for for uh, here take this off the screen because we're not even talking about titans anymore <laughs> somehow we went back to wakanda forever because it was such a good movie. Lance's favorite movie. I thought movie. it was great. It wasn't my favorite. I'm even wearing a Wakanda Forever shirt. See? See? As much as Dude, I there was people in my theater that made custom shirts for the movie. With Chadwick Boseman's picture all over them. And their family name on the back. Nice. Our like, that, no is, that is the cultural thing. Cool. It said Chadwick Boseman King. And it had their family name on the back of this sweatshirt. I think it was a sweatshirt. They made these like a whole family. There was like ten of them. Made these special things to go see Wakanda Forever. 
That's pretty cool. Like Black Adam was never even going to sniff that. I made a special shirt for Black Adam. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I had my rock shirt on. You smell what the rock is cooking. I wore that to the show. Classic. Classic. What did the, you do? I tell you what, time will time will not. Wakanda Forever and Black Adam will not. It's age well. Like you do one will. Gunpowder and rocket fuel. That's what the rock is. I can tell you the one that I'm getting more and more excited for is Ant Man. Yeah. Every time I see that trailer, I get a little bit. Do you guys notice that Ant Man? The majority of that trailer seems to be what George Lucas's vision was for the Star Wars movie. Did you guys ever read that? So before Disney made the Star bought Star Wars, George Lucas had a had a vision for the Star Wars movies to be, to study like the Force at like a molecular level or something. Yeah, the metachlorians. Yeah, yeah. That was the worst part and of. Does the Ant Man movie not remind you of his pitch for his Star Wars movie? I did not hear that pitch. I don't. I don't I'm lost on that one. Yeah, so that's what he wanted. Instead of the Force Awakens that we got, that's what he wanted. The new Star Wars movie to focus on was whatever that word was that you guys said. Midi chlorians. Yes, that was he his wanted, whole pitch. So he wanted to go down to the micronaut level of midi chlorians. Yes, that's what he wanted the new trilogy to be about. And when I watch Ant-Man, I'm like, hmm, that looks like what George Lucas kind of pitched. Maybe he's a producer on this one. <laughs> or maybe Disney bought it when they bought Star Wars. They bought that idea. <laughs> say, We're going to save it for Ant-Man. Ant Rudd. Paul Rudd would do much better in this than anybody in the Star Wars universe. So we'll, we'll run it there. No, I, I think that movie looks cool. I'm looking forward to it. But I look forward to Thor, Love and Thunder. I look forward to Wakanda Forever, and they all fell short for me. So. I, I think that there's a certain likability factor to Paul Rudd that Chris Hemsworth does, just does Wakanda not Wakanda for never. <laughs> but Ant-Man looks like it's going to move the needle. And I was just waiting for the, the next movie that was going to move move this needle, the next um, keep this going. So. Because there's really no continuity in Phase Four, and I mean there is some of it, but it's kind of none of these, all these movies could stand alone, and they could never go to Phase Five after them. Yeah, it is. I agree. I feel like Ant Man does feel like a needle mover because it feels like everything in Phase Four was just spinning their tires in place. Like they're trying to burn out, and they're just spinning and spinning, and then finally Ant Man is going to be when they come across that line. Because I, I can agree with that. Yeah, I think Wakanda Forever, the only device, like the only vehicle that it that it that it solves is let's get let's Wakanda understand forever. this Chadwick Boseman thing this Wakanda brought, forever it doesn't Namor do anything thing. for the overarching story there's no and it introduces Namor which we'll see how he plays into stuff later but but it does nothing what the fuck is going on out there <laughs> about to murder somebody all right well we've we've beat this thing with a dead horse so more more than you know <laughs> they just lined up a stable of horses and you beat them all. What time did you guys start today? Did you start at 10.15 or 10.30? Uh, we started at 7.30 our time, so 9.30 your time. We're we're two hours behind you now because of the daylight savings time. Uh, my fault. I'm sorry. No, you're I, good. I thought 10.30 again. Shit. Okay. No, no, you're good. You're good. 
Oh, that's even better for next time. Yeah. Oh, because you guys had daylight savings. Yeah. yeah, so they went back an hour. So now they're on. Yeah, we did ahead. not have daylight savings. <laughs> I didn't. Then. I was like, I didn't get a text or a, a, a message saying, "Hey, are you going to jump on?" I just got the script to the Streamyard thing, and I was like, "Okay." Waiting so are you? What time is it? What time is it there now? It's quarter to one. What time do you usually end? I usually I start with you at guys two or three in the morning. Yeah, so it's For it's earlier than it usually is. It definitely is earlier than it usually is, but I start at ten thirty with you guys, my time. So now you're starting nine thirty. No, yeah. I know that. I did not know that. I thought okay. everyone observed the same thing I observed. We do not. We have That's never cool. have us in Hawaii. We we are the smart ones. Arizona, Hawaii <laughs> do not do that, but every, but California does. I was just there. Yeah, California. Everybody does, yes. does except California is an hour behind us. What's so, so good? What happens to the sun in your part of the world? <laughs> In my, it's my it goes down at five o'clock. It's my understanding or, that this was the last time. It's not happening in April like it normally does. Yeah, they're gonna. Uh, they're I heard that. Yeah, they're hard. They're gonna get rid of the it. house. I, I, the house or the Senate or something passed that they're getting rid of daylight savings completely. I don't think that's been official yet, but I don't know. I thought a vote was carried on it. I don't know. I I don't know. I don't know. The whole government seems I, like a I'm, fucking I'm mess shocked. Right I learned something new today. Thank God. <laughs> amazing that that a lot of people like i tell people yeah we don't observe daylight savings because i had to schedule my school stuff and uh and they were like shocked and i'm like dude you live in idaho like how did you not know like it, we're just three states down like how'd you not know that we didn't do that <laughs> so everybody in your part of the well, you guys are mountain time yeah so colorado so we're in the same it? time zone as idaho and they used to be an hour ahead of us Utah, Idaho, Nevada used to be an hour ahead, and then November came around, and now they're the same time as us. And now California is an hour before behind. us, Matt? Yeah. Behind. So so it's 1045 here now. It's 945 there? 945 in California, yes. Okay. I, I'm, I, didn't, I thought everyone just moved the clocks. You can move, fall back, uh, spring forward. Everybody but Arizona and Hawaii. We stay the same crazy so march 15th the u.s senate on tuesday passed legislation that would make daylight savings time permanent starting in 2023 so starting in january but i think that doesn't that have to go to the higher ups too and it was passed unanimously by voice vote i think trump i think trump has to approve that first Trump. <laughs> careful what you say dude you're gonna have a lot of people getting pissed <laughs> uh, well Biden, never wrong i've 40 and slipped there sorry but um the change would not take place until november 2023 so maybe we're doing it one more time next year See, i thought that the, the the change was is bush made the change thinking of manscaped bush made the change to that it was like earlier in November and later in March or something like that. And then they consolidated it recently. I thought, I thought that's what so that didn't even about. make news here. Cause I had no idea about what you just it, said. It, yeah. There was like, <laughs> it started like late in October instead of early in November. Like they moved it back and it, and it didn't all make sense to me because I thought the whole point was to save energy. So therefore you would want to be lighter longer, but either the case, I thought that's what you were talking about when you were, what you were reading there is their change to, 
either lengthen the time or shorten it. I, I it was something no, they that just affected. want to get rid of it. They okay. just want to get rid of it because it, it serves no purpose because the whole reason a daylight savings, at least the way I understand it was for farmers. Yeah. It was so that the farmers could work later into the night because it would stay lighter longer. So now if they don't change it, like it's still going to be light, like at nine, 10 o'clock at night where you're at. Yeah. They just start their day later. Yeah. yeah it just sucks around here. Instead of screwing the whole country, let's change times. Why can't farmers just sleep in an hour? <laughs> Yeah, they have robots now that form the land. No one has to get up there. Yeah, early. yeah. It's just not. It's it just doesn't so, hold any. Economic yeah, it's just right. The Navajo. So the Navajos do switch their time. So they follow daylight savings time. Just the How rest of the, Arizona doesn't. The, the I bet you they stop if the rest of the country does. What does what does Namor do? Does he observe it or not? The Talacans. They observe. <laughs> they They're observe underwater. It. Do they, they observe it the because sun? of the like, tides? It doesn't even matter. The tides. <laughs> yeah. Didn't all right, that. all right. I felt bad. Okay, good. All right, now I'll know for next week. It's all right. No big deal. All right, Matt. It's all you, man. I just thought JP the show. was like, man, forget you guys. I don't want to do this crap show anymore. <laughs> he's like, this. He's like, after being off for two weeks, this show stinks. I'm done. I was like, how how they get this far in the news already? I'm like, what did I miss? I'm like, yeah, I'm so much, <laughs> so much, but. All right, well, I guess that'll do it for this week's episode. Um, I want to thank everyone for being in the chat. Ish, for coming in late. I hope you had a good dinner and going to have a good old man con tomorrow. I might stop in the shop and see you since you're not going to be at the con. Uh, Darth Lopez, back in the comic game. Max, Leftover Zaggy, Patrick, Eric Williamson. Um, Darth Lopez. Hartman. I said Darth Lopez. Joe's dueling. Everybody in the chat, Aaron, my wife, Aaron, everyone making the show fire as always. We appreciate it. Um, I hope you guys missed us. I hope you guys enjoyed the show. And um, make sure, remember, next week's Thanksgiving. Hope you guys have a great Thanksgiving. Um, eat lots of turkey. If you're a hunter, do lots of hunting. Make sure to order that Manscaped because it's never too early to jingle your balls. And for this week's episode of the Absolute Podcast, I'm Matt. I am Lance. I'm JP. And we'll see you guys next time. All you freaks and geeks. Come all you freaks and geeks. Let's listen to Absolute Geek. Absolute Geek. We'll go ahead and spread our cheeks. Spread the cheeks. And drink and some Cosby wine. <laughs> we'll Come drink some Cosby wine. It makes me feel real fine. <laughs> See you next time. Ooh.